My name is Mark Followill. You're listening to another dumb podcast. These guys are freaking morons. Another dumb podcast. Another dumb podcast. No, I like it. It's not dumb. Hi, it's called another dumb podcast. That makes sense. So you could have just said, "I'm doing another dumb podcast." Yeah. Again, basketball dumb guy over here. Sorry. Another hey. dumb podcast. I don't even know how to start this one. So, this will just start. Oh, it's just it's cold open. Time. Cold, cold open. How you doing, yeah, Jay? Just, you doing good? Just go. I'm doing. Uh, yeah, I'm doing fine. I think my first complaint is we do these things on uh, Google Meets, and they give you the code. <laughs> you know, they generate the code for you. Why do they use letters that could look like? One of three different letters, like the Q <laughs> and the G and the O, could all be the same thing. It's true because they they underline everything. You know, like who are when we stop doing this? When we stop doing this podcast, us not using Google Meet will be one of the best things. <laughs> just I will never use Google Meet ever again for anything else. <laughs> just no, never. Yeah, I don't know. Is that? I mean, we're using it for this purpose. But then there for a while, obviously, when everything was shut down and all that kind of stuff, people were doing just Zoom calls. Let's just do a retrospective. Of, a yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, just, I'm just seeing, like, are people still doing that? Are people, like, sending something out? It's like, hey, let's jump on the Zoom tonight and just uh, <laughs> Guys, let's all talk. Let's, let's get. Oh, dude, you remember how freaking lame that was? Like, uh, I think it was Easter and, like, our entire family, <laughs> like, like my extended yep. family all got onto a, a Zoom call, and uh, you know, Zoom, Zoom out of the kindness of their heart gave like you know a large group like forty five minutes for free right. or whatever. I'm like, oh, thank yeah. you, large conglomerate. No, we did. You know, I probably had a couple of those, and I remember um, whenever the NFL draft was that year. Whether it was still in April, I can't remember if they pushed it back at all. But there was like five or six of us that just got on a Zoom and watched the first round of the draft. And it was like the most exciting thing that had happened in weeks because nothing else was going on. Yeah, I think we. I think there's potential with this, but it is a little weird. What if someone's lagging on the time or whatever? Yeah. Where it's like, hey. Throws everything off. Where somebody already knows what just happened. And you're like, why are you screaming right now? Like. Oh yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, you got to be, you got to be synced up. That we yeah. had some of those in the uh, uh, distancing days of getting on calls as we watched the uh, the the WWE pay per views that were in the warehouse and stuff, and everybody had to like, okay, everybody <laughs> one, two, three, and then play, so you don't have yeah. exactly that. No, Somebody no. I think we talked about that, but I don't think we ever finish. did that. We were gonna watch like fucking no. Survivor series or something. I don't know, but well, it's that time is the time is gone now. Yeah, I'm like, no, dude, I don't even want to uh, be. That was the one I wanted to be around people, and now I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'll just watch this yeah. by myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, it's like, that's... can I just have my alone time to to collect my thoughts on this? And you know, it's been a while. So, yeah, go ahead. So how was your nine eleven? Uh it's always weird. 
because 9-11, how was your 9-11? <laughs> what an odd question. Uh, my anniversary is always the day before 9-11. So you have what a, like, anniversary is? yeah, my anniversary is on 9-10. Okay. And so I always feel really weird about it because I'm like real happy for one day. And then the next day is like watching 9-11 footage. <laughs> so <laughs> what's even, I guess you would say worse than that. Um, is I have a a family member that got married last year on the twentieth anniversary of nine eleven, but they don't they don't have like a military connection or it was no like in remembrance. Ooh. It was just the venue was that it they the, really wanted. Was the venue was, really cheap? <laughs> it was really cheap because no one else was going to book it on September eleventh. They were like, if if they did the if they didn't do twin tower cakes. They missed an opportunity. <laughs> yeah, we missed an opportunity. Oh, God. We Twin Tower K. <laughs> Just like, what's up? This this funny little part is going to be pretty funny whenever we cut the cake right out the middle and, and it all falls down. <laughs> oh, that's just going way too far. Just entirely. Oh yeah, no, but that is a good. That's a good. Entirely too far. That's man. a good plan, though. If you do want to have uh, a cheap venue, nine eleven would be really good. That's got to be. It was. It was. It, I think it was cheaper, and I think the the other thing that was cheaper just happened to be like that's like the second tier reason. The first reason was it was just easily available because nobody wanted to have that as their anniversary date well you know everybody you know everybody's free and you will always you can never forget quote unquote the anniversary oh yeah (laughs) obviously yeah no i i i I wished him a happy first anniversary on sunday and yeah I'll, i'll always remember yeah what their anniversary is and then if they get a divorce and if they get a divorce it'd be like this is the worst thing that's ever happened on this day Wow. They're going to get a divorce on their anniversary date. <laughs> no, it's just all. like, God, that was the worst thing that ever happened is I got married on this date, you know, to this person. I think if they... I hope they don't listen to this podcast. It just, just, I would just assume that they would never listen to this podcast that we're talking about their 9-11 wedding. And I'm like sitting, I'm like sitting somewhere reading and then someone slowly walks in and taps me on the shoulder and just whispers <laughs> into my ear that they, they've got a divorce. <laughs> you just keep reading though. So <laughs> just keep reading. You got to finish I would, the book. I, what I would do is, yeah, I would keep reading, and then a couple of years later, I would initiate some operation that killed like a million people for no, no real no, good reason. No good. Just enough reason that, yeah, just to make everyone, you know, get your uh, numbers up. All right, well, that was fun. Um, yeah. yeah I, didn't, I didn't really anticipate 9-11 talk on, you know, yeah. That's what, that's what I think that's what I, I brought Jay on here for is... Uh, I'm trying to think how long we've known each other for maybe a two years, maybe we may be breaching upon two years. Uh, I think, yeah, we no, two ish. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was two years. Two to three. Yeah. Two to three. Maybe th- we knowing of three, but you know, we've been doing this podcast f- 
before the uh, pandemic. And uh, I think I want to say it was in November. And by the way, this is episode 99. When you... Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, it's, it's episode 99. And guess what? There probably won't be an episode 100 for a really long time. So... <laughs> Uh, oh. breaking news. Well, uh, <laughs> I just didn't want to break. Right. I, everyone pretty much knows that, but you know, you know, Dan. I had to let Dan know the Undaniel. So, so yeah. So, so do you think episode one hundred will uh, will be in this calendar year, or are you thinking this rolls over into twenty twenty three? Uh, it's iffy. It is. It is. Oh, wow. It is the ninth okay. month. Yeah, it is the. Uh, um, it is September. It's gonna be touch and go. Here, here's the one I told. I told my wife this. And it broke her the news. I go, yeah, we're probably gonna stop doing the podcast like on a fairly regular basis. And she goes, whoa, really? And she she actually like halfway felt bad. She's like, I don't really care that you do the podcast. It's just like like busting your balls about it that. Cause like every time I go do the podcast, she just okay. I guess I'll go to bed alone. And I go, shut up. <laughs> She's like, you can do do the podcast. Everybody just, I'm like, no. There's there's a lot of things going on at work right now that it's gonna have to really uh, up my attention a little bit more. And um, okay, I mean the focus has got to be there. Whereas like doing this podcast, I'm not saying it's it's hard, but like, okay, we're going to do it on this day. Well, that day doesn't work. And then you just keep pushing it back. And it's just like, I just don't even want to worry about it. So like, if here's, here's when we'll do a podcast. If I decide I want to talk about this and it's deeming a podcast, let's do it. We actually have something to talk about. You know, I'm not going to just going to, you know, randomly on the Thursday, just go, Hey stove, let's, let's do a podcast about this or whatever, you know, it'll be, right. it'll be something substantial or a big name, okay. probably a follow or a Grego or someone substantial on the podcast. So yeah, I, just, I, I mean, just, you could, uh, that's, I think that's an okay direction to go topic wise or guest wise and whether it's every Ends up being once a month. Once every, there's plenty of people doing stuff like that. That there's no, yeah, there's, there's a no real rhythm. There's a there's a few bums that just barely do a podcast. There's these three guys. They barely do a podcast, like maybe once a quarter. So there's I mean, a, I get it. There's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot going on there. <laughs> There's, but, a, there's a lot of material developing, but I don't think it'll it'll, it'll ever. I don't know whether it'll get to air or not because well the I'm, whole uh, scheduling thing. Uh, another thing that could pop up is if I have free time and maybe a large movie review needs to be done. You know, maybe a Swamp Thing or so you're, or a Fast and the Furious needs to be done. <laughs> so. <laughs> You know, okay. that, that's that's okay. that's the type of things where I'm like, but I just, number one, my, it's not annoyance, but it's just like, you guys are busy too. Like, you know, getting you on, getting, I mean, Stove's actually been a little bit more available, but it's just, 
you know, you know, trying to land some, you know, you know how many lonely, not lonely, but like I'm sitting here waiting for someone. It's like, oh, well, I thought I was going to go, but then I fell asleep. And it's like, you know, I just hate doing that. You know, it's like, it's, right. it stinks. And like, I don't ever want to get, and I never really have gotten mad at anybody except for maybe Jacob. And that was even half, half ass. Like, I don't want to ever get mad at anybody for like, Hey, could you like show up to do this? So I don't like just sit here all night. <laughs> so, you know, and yeah, it's just not like I've not had a regular quote unquote co-host on this. I've always had just the stable of boys that we got and it's been good, but it's also like, I don't know. I think we're just kind of, uh, I think we're ready to, to kind of pump, pump the brakes on it. Um, yeah. It seems kind of the appropriate thing to do to get as close as possible to the hundredth episode and then, and then stop it. Maybe yeah. it comes back. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't. It Maybe it come back. Yeah. I think that's the perfect place to stop is at 99. At 99, it's like, you know, if you keep them posted, people will be like, why wouldn't you just do one more episode? <laughs> just stop so it at 99. Yeah, no, no. I just want to. What, will I go into syndication if I go in 100? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. No, I awesome mean. Spotify picks it up. Yeah, I mean, honest. Yeah, yeah. Spotify picks it up, just plays it regularly. Uh, yeah, I, I think it is funny at that point. I didn't really plan it like that, but like literally, I, I texted you guys like last week. I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty much done, and it's kind of weird. And uh, and I'm not. Um, I think it's because have you ever seen that movie adaptation with uh nicholas cage um, no no i haven't seen it it's really funny with like this guy who's like this weird guy in there and he like he like gets really obsessed about just random things like it's centered around this orchid and like this guy's like really obsessed with orchids all he does is orchids he just and he and he does it all to the to the tenth degree but he also had just recently stopped uh with uh collecting fish he's like i was really big into collecting fish and i did and there was only thing i did was fish and da 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 and then out of nowhere one day i woke up and i said i don't want to do fish i said fuck fish and so like there are times when i just get into something like wholeheartedly okay, yeah. and then i will literally look at it and go i don't even want to look at this thing right now <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> and then i'll go get obsessed about something else you know, I'm not saying I like not to that degree like that guy was, but like I just, uh, yeah, I think it was fun for the little bit that we would do it. Man, I remember doing some of these podcasts early, and I would get done with it. I would hit the, rec- I would stop the recorder, and I would literally go like, yes, like 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 I've just scored a touchdown or something <laughs> like that. Like I was having a lot of fun. Where after a while. Yeah, I was like, man, all right, I gotta fucking, I gotta start editing on this, and not that editing. Like, I started streamlining editing to like, I had like basically you just put in, put in the bulk of the audio, and I've got everything laid out where I just put it in there and and good. Where you know, I know some people were, you know, like edit every um or you know, and you know, spend hours on Take it. Like, pauses out. Yeah, I never did that. You know, what you got is what you got, you know. 
And like people would go, hey, I think you should take that one thing out. I was like, yeah, but we're probably not going to take that out. So you just kind of have to get over it. Like I've, I've edited for two people. And by the way, if you do, uh, Stove has asked me, I think we kept it in. I don't, I'm not going to say what, what it was, but it was so minute. But there was one guy, that one guy, I can't remember the guy. He was, he was in that Google Meet uh, Google Meets Chaos episode, I think it was the one we had where it was just pure mayhem. Uh, 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 I forget, what's his name? I forgot his Mikoski? name. Yeah, Mikoski. Yeah, he said something during the podcast, dude, and and he texted me. He goes, "Hey, I really would like you to take that out." It was something to do with like something he said about like work or something, and he goes, "I I kind of oh, would okay. really like you to take that out." And I'm like, "All right," and then I'm like, "Got to." fucking do an edit and it's just a pain in the ass and then it sounds weird she's just like randomly <laughs> to stop in a conversation that, that was still so that was still one of so there was that one and then there was the other one where you sent the link out and then oh my god yeah we were just getting like we got spammed or spammed dude or that was hilarious because i was like no one would ever just take this link and just you know right that's what sucks about google meet too is like uh, the person who starts the thing like literally can't just throw somebody out. You can literally just come right back in. No big deal. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, this is stupid. And I'm like, okay. So, yeah. There well, was like some... that, that one that uh, my Koski was on. Like, I remember I got on and everybody else was already on the call. So we were we were going for like 20, 30 minutes and I thought he was just one of y'all's friends or, or something. Had no idea, you know, it's just like, oh, okay, this guy Chris is on here. And then find out after the fact that nobody knew him. He just jumped on there. Nobody. Man, and, bef- and, that's when I learned my lesson of the, you know, hey, do you want to be on a podcast? Just text me. And he just right. texts me and he's like, sure. I'm like, all right. I don't really know this guy, but he sounds cool. And then I put him on and I was like, was, yeah. Because he was in broadcasting, but he's doing stuff on like... ESPN plus he, he plus, was like plus a legit dude. I don't even know what he was doing. He, well, he had he had just listened to my Bob interview, my Bob Sturm interview. Yeah. So he, uh, uh, and then I think he, I actually listened to his podcast, which I don't know. I wonder if that podcast is still going. I don't know. Um, we might have beat him, huh. um, but he uh, he interviewed Bob <laughs> too, and my Bob interview was a little oh, okay. bit better, a little bit better, you know. Didn't go to broadcasting school or anything, but I figured this out. Um, yeah, so that's really how I knew it. And then after a while, I goes, "Well, we're never having that guy back on." So, he? <laughs> oh no, he's still on Twitter. Is he? Okay. I used to, I used to follow him, but then he got a little got tired of it. He got a little and much. I think it was once I found out that he he wasn't actually friends with y'all. <laughs> Yeah, we're not, yeah. I mean, like he's just seemed guy. like a nice guy and all. He just was, was like, I don't know. He didn't. Uh, it was a weird vibe. <laughs> so I would like to say it because, like, oh, no, no, no. Like he would have, he would have bowed out by the nine eleven segment tonight. <laughs> he was not up for that. <laughs> no, 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 no. He was. Yeah. As soon as that cake joke went through, you know, he would have definitely been <laughs> yeah. out. So I almost dropped off. Yeah, I mean, I, I completely understand. I mean, if you can't make a joke about something 21 years ago, I don't know when you can. But, uh, you know. But, yeah, no, uh, 
the podcast, you know, we've we've done some friggin' bangers on here. I'm I'm not to brag or anything, but we've done some really fucking funny ones. I mean, I would say that the Jeff Cavanaugh uh stands up really high on that one. That one's a, I think that one's actually a more underrated one. Um because I'll listen to some of these. I know some people can't listen to them, like listen to their own voices. I, I don't know if you're one of those people. I yeah, it doesn't it doesn't bother me. It, it's only because I don't really recognize my voice that much, and maybe it doesn't grain on me. I guess. But um, but uh, Blake Blake Jones uh, episode where yeah. he <laughs> admitted that he wasn't sh- exactly sure if uh, Sandy Hook had happened. <laughs> <laughs> you had to really was, uh, you had to really press that one and you're like ah. I was like cut it out cut it out <laughs> yeah you know no no dude, that no, we, we did that one was legit one funny the one with uh, the one with groups was good yes absolutely um, the one with TC I thought was was good man Although, like with each that, villain, that one like they called in they didn't they weren't on video so it was weird dynamic that was a weird one too when i go uh, you know he just showed up on it i'm like hey tc what's going on well, i can't see you and he goes yeah i know i go okay i mean i know what you look like <laughs> like <laughs> i don't know if he right. i don't know if he had like the phone like up on his stomach and like he was had like you know, weird face or something like that, looking down at it or something. I don't know. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Yeah, TC was cool. I, I kind of like that one too because it was like a it was kind of a contentious episode because we would fight around about stuff. But he was also like, like he wasn't a bitch about anything. Like he was just like, oh well, like you're dumb. Oh whatever, we can still be friends or <laughs> something. Like, not in that not in that vein. But yeah. uh, you know, just like no, I think it's just his way. Yeah, he just is like, oh, just you're well, to, you're, just a calmly. Yeah, you're like totally wrong yeah. about everything you just said, but you know, whatever. You know, do you want to talk about the bears? Like, yeah, he just kind of calmly. <laughs> yeah, he just kind of calmly say, well, I, uh, I completely disagree with what you said, but yeah, uh, yeah, we can just we can keep going though. Yeah, we just like, you want to do the like even like if we called TC right now, he would do it again. Like he's, I guess, I, I'm pretty sure he would. Well, especially now, because I believe he's unemployed, so he's just what do you mean? <laughs> down for Still? Well, I mean, he was, and he went back to something, and then I think currently oh, that's his oh, status. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Those are the terms being talked about by just about everyone okay. right now. TC, give me a shout. I think, I think, the, uh, I think the, the first one that I did on here was the back to the future review. Oh, God. what a pain the, in the, the ass. The, that the one was <laughs> what a pain in the, ass the movie. One. The movie review was longer than the movie because I was watching <laughs> the movie in real time. Yes. As so I was bad. reviewing it. That movie review, because we, because okay, well, full disclosure, Jay has been on a movie review podcast before, so I guess maybe he knew how to do it. I had no clue. I just wanted to talk about Back to the Future, but I was, I kind of go on little diatribes, and you know, I I do know a lot about Back to the Future, so I would, and I, I read a book about Back to the Future for shit sakes. So I knew little fun little oh, wow. uh, quips. So yeah, that was a good one. Well, the yeah, the Eric Stoltz footage was uh, 
that I didn't know. It's pretty shocking, wasn't it? Going going into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, crazy. It, 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 it makes you think of like the like alternative universe type things where Back to the Future is now this serious like you know drama like with light comedy. And you're like, what kind of fucking movie would that have been? And like, what the world we would have lived in after that? Maybe 9-11 doesn't happen. You know? Wow. Well. There we go. Uh, you know? Butterfly that's, effect. That's, what, that's right. It's all connected, bro. Least little thing. Oh, dude. You know what we never did when, and during this podcast? Is we never named our listeners. Oh, I don't. I know. I don't know if we have any good. We we literally could yeah. just name I, them. I we go, hey, there's Dan, there. there's there's Dan, there's Steve, there's <laughs> like we we don't have to have like a a P one or a uh, a listen to a podcast oh, okay. where they call the listeners dogs. What's up, dogs? You mean like? Just literally name them all. <laughs> yeah, the, the listener group is so small that we could just start the podcast by saying, "Hey, what's up, Dan?" But like, just name off everybody. I was thinking for a second though, just today, about if we did do it, we would call them the ones. What's up, the ones? Okay. I don't know. That right, sounded. No, you know what? Ones of them. Yeah, there's no, just ones. I'm in. Yeah. They're not P ones. They're just ones. No, no, no. Yeah, just ones. But it sounded actually a little they're bit better in my head. In in the future, other than maybe if you get a big guest, the yearly follow-up show, we still at some point, all of the regular crew do live in person, not live, but yeah. all in person somewhere. No, no doubt. And because I owe y'all a beer, that's got to happen. For At all the for all time. the money for all the money that I've made from this podcast, I said Oh yeah. I would buy y'all all a round. I said a round. I didn't say all night. One round. Because that's literally all the money we've made that's, from this. That's fair. Did I did I take that's those fair. ads out of this podcast? Like if you listen to the old ones, you know, like back in the day there used to be these Anchor Anchor, Anchor. would Anchor would uh put the little thing in there so like you just had this generic you know, ad that you would read and, you know, now they're all taken oh, out, yeah, obviously. Yeah. You'd be like, hey, welcome. Uh, just want to talk for a second about Anchor. That's what I record on. <laughs> it was just, like stupid, but I don't know. It was a, if you want to know a fun way to make like a quick, not a quick 50 bucks, I would say it's like a, you had to spend about four months maybe doing it. And if you get a good amount of listeners, like, I don't know, maybe a 6,000 in four months, that's not even that much. You know? Oh, as you far mean as, like total, total listens, not, not like individual? Like, uh, maybe so. I can't remember actually how much it was. It's not enough. I know that. We were definitely, if, um, like, like if we were AEW, we would be, you know, in the red as far as how much we spent and how much we were actually making, mm. we would be in the red. Okay. I've spent a lot on this podcast that it's not really. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. To, to caveat that. Yes. If we have a good co- topic 
if there is a big name guest and if we can all get a large amount of us into one place with a recording device. Yes, we would do that. So Yeah, that's gotta happen at some point. Yeah, yeah. Whether I think it's we somebody's should. house or just however that can be in the in the back of the mucky duck or whatever the fuck that place is called. I'm called Jerry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can see. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you can, you can, can you turn the you music down? Hey, can you turn the music down? I'm trying to do a podcast. Hey, Jerry. Just, just a little bit down. And also, you know, mozzarella sticks. I don't know. I don't know what you would get at the Mucky Duck. Is that place still around? Uh, yes. <laughs> I think. Okay. I don't know. I well, don't remember him posting anything about it, but I, I'm guessing that it is. Okay. Well, write in your favorite memories of another dumb podcast, like it's about to die, but it's not dying. It's just uh, slowing. It's like just slowing down. You know, uh, I was trying it's to. It's kind of, of a. It's like it's kind of going to like Terry Shivo. Mode, yes. It'd be well, a long time for it. Yeah, it'd be a long time. I mean, like we would have to stop feeding it for a really long time. You know. Yeah. So, oh, good. My internet connection is bad. All right. So we've uh, we've Not talked. Not even at a La Quinta or anything. No, no, I'm at the freaking casa. It's just you know, country, old country uh, internet. So what are you gonna do? So let's get in. Okay. I was gonna ask you. Go ahead. Well, hold on. I, I have more. I Go have ahead. More material. You have more material. Go for it. Is is the is the city of Alito going to be okay? Their, their high school football team has gotten <laughs> it's just, a, it handed it to it handed to them at least twice this season. I would tell you right now, if there was a very large bridge in town, we, I think most of us would jump off of it. No. No, they're actually having to play. I, I know they play. The city of Alito is having to play actual real teams now. I hate to say that. I'm not trying okay. to be a dick. I mean, it's kind of like uh, I'm trying to think. You know how CM Punk was really good at an ROH, and then he had. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, after you get out of you know, four A, and you go to these real. I mean, these dudes are really good. You know, it's not like Alito's a bunch of slats, but you know. Eventually, you know, there's a level of play there that they've they've been afforded well, I, for a long time. I know they started out and they uh, God, I forgot what school it is. It's around here. They played a private school mm-hmm. and lost. It was, it was a close game, but um, yeah, just not. I forgot who they lost in in the second week, but I didn't know if there was panic in the streets there or not. Uh, you know, uh, I think it is what it is. I think they'll probably, you know, obviously make the playoffs, make, you know, should be fine as far as that. I mean, those are out of district games. Parish Episcopal in Dallas. Yeah, I think it's. And then they play Den Geyer, who Den Geyer is the shit. So it's like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Like this. That's who it was. Denton Geyer. I mean, well, all I heard. My daughter came home. She went to the game, and she goes, "Hey, Dad, we lost." I go, "Oh, okay, uh, that sucks." Uh, who'd y'all play? Who who did we play? And she goes, "I don't know. Some 
some time, some team with a G or something like that. Or they, I think she said that they were the wolf. I, don't, I think she was even wrong about like the animal. What I thought the, they were the eagles. Uh, no, they're the wildcats. Wildcats. Okay. Yeah. And I think well, she was wrong was, about that. She's like, I think they're the. She's like, I think they're the wolves. <laughs> it's like I don't think they're the wolves. I don't know. So, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, man. Everything's fine. We'll be okay. I think we All we right. should probably get away from football a little bit in this town. Slowly, everything that's driving my uh, uh, housing prices up. It's because everyone wants to move in this fucking town to play football. So. I'm all right with it. Not hurting me. Okay. I went through uh, so many state titles. I won so many state titles, man. I was just like, I'm kind of over it now. You know? Yeah, I understand. Okay. All right. Well, that's the high. That's the high school minute. I would say <laughs> that's the high school minute. Um. Yeah. Go go, Jacksboro Rabbits or not Rabbits Tigers? Why did I say Tiger uh, Rabbits? I'm thinking uh, something else. Who are the Jack Rabbits? Uh, uh, I don't know. South Dakota State, I think. Yeah, I guess. No, yeah, no. I'm just, I'm just now wrapping up Jacksboro. It's been six months. Just now. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I guess it was a very powerful tornado. Yeah. Usually, whenever your uh, gems get just demolished by a tornado, it takes yeah. a little while to get it all cleaned up. So yeah. Well, that's hero work. Yes, doing out there. I you know that's what I say. I, we, you know we got those little signs in the front. It says heroes work here. That's right. <laughs> They're right there, and, and everybody gives it a high five on the way in. Dude, I've definitely worked at play. Or I have you know projects that not hospitals. Literally, just these are like rehab facilities that are like you know you like you break your leg and you just go over there and it's like. You see on the back, it's like heroes work here. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, let's let's calm down a little bit. <laughs> like, <laughs> I walked around. Oh I didn't God. see. I didn't see one cape. Like, no. I don't, there was no heroes here. Right. You know, just everybody just trying to make a money. All right. Seems pretty normal. <clears throat> yeah, it's fairly normal. All right. Well, there goes the uh, the ADP retrospective. Uh, I think most everybody else can pretty much click off right now, um, because we're getting into wrestling, okay? Which is it's what time. I is what I texted you about. I said, let's talk about wrestling tonight. So for the ninety ninth episode, we're gonna bring the second. It's like the second or third episode that we've done. That's like uh, I think it's probably the third that's very uh wrestling wrestling centric, yeah. So th- we're gonna yeah. go so welcome to another dumb wrestling podcast. Uh maybe we'll we'll like start another feed that only has three episodes and <laughs> just <laughs> listen to that. Um yeah, uh, dude lately my life has centered around wrestling trauma. <laughs> For the last couple of weeks, has been okay. wrestling, drama, and innuendo, or whatever that guy says. Uh, rumors yeah. and innu- innuendo. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's been a wild week. And on top of that, 
everything at WWF or WWF WWE is going splendidly because uh, McMahon uh, Vince has since uh, stopped fucking ruining the wrestling. I mean, am I wrong there? I mean, like, like you can't you can't well, deny what Vince has done, or whatever. But you have to realize, and I, I'm realizing this now more. Uh, listening to, I listened to Triple H with uh, Ariel Hawani, and there's these little digs where he's like, uh, you know, like uh, Matt Riddle and Austin Theory and some other people have like lost their names, like they were just yeah. referred to as Riddle. And he's like, yeah, they have names, like, <laughs> like it's like you know, there was so many dumb shit that Triple H just had to do. He's like, we don't call it a. <laughs> You're just now going to be named as, you know, uh, you know, Riddle. You're going to know that. He's like, dude, we don't need to do this. He's like, that's right, pal. We're going to do this. <laughs> so, you know. It, just, it, he just had his way. And just a, um, you know, perfectionist, obsessive, compulsive. Because I, I've heard some things that change as far as um, just little uh, promos or vignettes that are, that are, not, that are not live. But you know, they tape them and they put them in the show. Um, that with Vince around, it would be like fifty takes, seventy takes to get it right. And then now they'll do it like once or twice. And Triple H is like, "That's fine, just yeah, do it." That's good. I think it just the idea that it it comes off more naturally if it's like your initial initial. Like, take how it. great could it be on the fiftieth take? Like, how? <laughs> Like <laughs> organic, well, could you? Yeah, I was gonna say you've seen some of that stuff, and yeah, and you're you know, just like, God, that, that was terrible. Yeah, it's just awkward and just stale and stiff, and and uh, you know, I, I don't know how many how many great ideas Vince had, even though there's some stuff that they've done in recent months. I mean, both nights of WrestleMania were really, really good, and he he was behind. He was behind that to some degree, if not, you know, the majority of the uh, decision making there. So he, he was okay with the guys from Jackass coming out and putting Sami Zayn in a giant mouse trap. So he's not completely flawed. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, because that was just fantastic. Um. <laughs> I thought it was awesome, <laughs> dude. It was entertaining, but that's still, yeah, you know. Um, and I'm not thinking like Triple H is going to like change the world of of wrestling, but uh you see the tide is is turning obviously. It's like as soon as Triple H took over WW uh AEW just started <clears throat> I'm going to say going into a tailspin, but they were just like, "Oh my god, we actually got to like fucking try." Like <laughs> cuz somebody might not want to I don't know. It might expose one well, one side or the other, you know, as far as being bad or bad or good. I think it's that, and they can just kind of rely on we're we're the not Vince option that's out there because now that's now that's gone. Yeah. So, and I know we're we're gonna get into the AW and all that other stuff, but I, I just wanted to talk about WWE real quick. It was just. It's it's obviously going a lot better. Um, I've even started watching a little bit of Raw, which I never 
used to really watch Raw at all, where I will definitely watch some segments is when I can. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I definitely can, you can definitely tell, I mean, you can tell me, and it definitely feels like the product has, has changed just a tiny bit better. I mean, it's just, it's, I think it is overall, uh, they're not running back just the same matches over and over. Um, even though you have to do some of that to be able to tell a story or build to something. Um, but he's also like triple H is kind of in the honey honeymoon period right now. He's bringing back a lot of faces that had been released before, just kind of hadn't been seen recently or his personal favorites. So I think these first few months, it's fine. It's probably better to measure like a year from now. Oh yeah, what it looks like. It, it's it is but, nice now, but you know it's just like whenever AEW kept like debuting a new guy each week, and you're like, you know, after a while you can't debut another guy because then you're gonna fill up your roster and no one can do it. And now you got to sure. do something with these guys. So right. you know that's yeah, where so it that's all starts. The the, the initial the, the initial pop is cool, but now you got to actually right. do something. <clears throat> right. Um so but 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 I think uh since Vince retired uh you know Mania is kind of its own thing but I feel like by far SummerSlam and then the the recent one the pay-per-view that they had that was over in England are the two best two best ones they've had all year. Mm-hmm. Under his guidance or leadership or creativity or whatever you want to whatever you want to call it. I mean, just those two live events, and again, it gets into you know the ridiculousness of Brock Lesnar raising. We talked about this before, yeah, raising the ring with a tractor, and then if you want to talk, yeah, that that popped me pretty bad. That popped me really good. Yeah, that was completely marking out was me and the last one when I was fully convinced at the end that Drew McIntyre was beating Roman Reigns and I was ready for it more than I've been ready for anything else in my entire life and then they pulled it right out from under us from me yeah Yeah. but that's that's probably better in the long run I did not like it that afternoon though no yeah I mean it's just like any other sporting event I mean you always get what you want. I mean, you know, it's like with anything, like I hate when, you know, and wrestling does do this. They will do, you know, what quote unquote, what the fans want, which I'm always like, you know, like for uh, comedy or whatever, like, Oh man, that's not funny. It's like, no, no, no. Listen to me. Like you hear like comedians like, no, no, no. I'm like, I do this for a living let me tell you what's going to be funny. And then like the wrestling guys, listen, I'm going to tell you what's going to be good in wrestling (laughs) type thing, you know? Right. This is what we do. So, yeah. So you got to kind of put a little bit of trust in them, even though the trust has been a little bit of, uh, there's been these inconsistencies with the business lately. It's just no one, they'll do just, small moments but it won't continue to do the right thing and i think that's always maybe always been the way it's like you'll always have really you'll have hits you'll have misses and it is what it is but it felt like a lot of the misses were really popping up a lot more and now i think they're 
Um, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, like you said, it still is a little early and maybe, you know, we'll talk about AEW here in another second and they, they got to clean up their mess, but AEW is, uh, WWE is in a, in a fairly good spot right now. Um, but, and, and again, yeah, they do, they just have like the infrastructure and everything else with that. I don't know if people think about that, about like, like this AEW versus WWE thing is kind of stupid in in a way because it's just like number one, no one believes that um, AEW is anything that's going to be comparable to what they, WWE has. They have the history there. They have everything. You know, nearly fifty years of of. Uh, you know, yeah, not in, yeah, not in, not in size or scope. It's just those that feel one product is better than the other, and and the 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 smaller operation, in a lot of people's opinion, is better. I mean, you had Falwell on here, and he, I don't think he really fell on one side or the other or expressed that opinion. But he talked about AEW. He really enjoyed it. He liked the storytelling. He he thought that they were doing a really. Uh, a really good job. No, so, he has, then, he has an appropriate name. That's for sure. Yeah, he is an absolute. <laughs> I, I mean, not to be mean, but like he's an absolute mark. Yeah, like he, so, you know, it's it is what it is. I mean, I I, I love the guy to death, but it's just like yeah. I was just like, oh, dude. I mean, at the end of the day, though, and I and I've got to stop myself because I do get a little defensive, and I can just go like, you know, at the end of the day. I really don't care if this is what you like watching. If you like watching a bunch of flippity flips and stuff, a bunch of dudes who, who, if they went into a bar, they would get their fucking ass kicked by the most just, you know, just most generic guy that's sitting in the bar, you know, most of the roster seems the the male side seems to be about five, seven, 145 pounds. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like you got to go back in the history, like like the history, of like Scott Hall, like that dude. You think he was like playing his video games and like watching old wrestling? He was like, oh yeah, this is what I wanted. I mean, dude was like, I feel like I can probably kick someone's ass, mm. <laughs> you know. But at the same time, making money. I mean, I don't know. It, it's a weird business to even get into, and that's why I was like. The business now today is so different. I was just listening to to Jeff Jarrett. Okay. In some random clip. I, I didn't like listen to like his podcast. It was it was some other podcast you're listening to. But he's like, you know, I I think he lives in Nashville, but he talked about Nashville. And he's like, you can go Nashville anywhere. And you like go to the go to the local restaurant and you know, you're your waitress she goes like hey how you doing and she's like uh what do you do other than be a waitress oh i'm a singer songwriter and you're just like oh oh okay yeah just all right cool (laughs) you know you're a singer and like all these people are singer songwriters and like the market has been flushed in with all these people and then like wrestling i'm i'm a professional wrestler it's like uh, at, at what degree like what are you a professional re- 
Well, I I played a bingo hall in front of fifty people. It's pretty crazy, you know. And if it's they like paid you, if they paid you twenty bucks, technically you're t- technically you're a professional, you're a professional wrestler. They paid you. They you yeah. know what? They didn't pay me, but they did not charge me for my coke. So right, <laughs> you know. So yeah, the and you know it's kind of I hate to say it is a lot of these dudes, you know, like uh, even like. I'm noticing like the demeanor of like uh, Killer Cross, Killing Cross, whatever the fuck his name is, Kevin Cross, Carrion Cross. Cross. Yeah. He has like five different names. Yeah. I think he was yeah. Killer Cross, Kevin Cross, whatever. You know, as like a a look, that dude has a look of like, dude, that dude will fucking kill someone. Like he literally looks demented. He has that look, but you like hear him on like a just a straight shoot interview like being hi my name is kevin how are you doing like you're like oh dude you're a dork like (laughs) you're just like a a dork who liked wrestling and like you're like all right well i'm gonna learn how to i'm a pretty big dude and you know and then i learned how to lift weights and then i wanted to look really good as a wrestler but he's still a dork at the end of the day whereas you know johnny gargano is the same thing yeah yeah i mean yeah, I mean Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole, and some of these other guys. I mean, they're kind of, you know, quote unquote dorks. And you know, it's not a bad thing. Or I'm not trying to say it in a, you know, they're goofballs. They're like guys. I mean, I'm just, I'm not, I'm specifically talking about like with me. You know, I, I'm not watching wrestling back now because you know it's a fun thing to do. It's just fun, and it's a. It's a fun little hobby that I I like, and it kind of gives me little memories as a kid. But when I was in sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, I was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm about I gotta I gotta step out." Like, and then there's people who didn't do that; they just kept watching. And I'm like, "Why did you stop watching wrestling?" I was like, "Well, I wanted to kiss a girl." (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I that's i'm not joking because there's like you want to go out tonight <sighs> summer slams tonight so i mean uh, yeah <laughs> i mean I, I was on the same trajectory yeah um and about the same out on it was around like 12 years old or so and then uh you know kind of got back into it a little bit during the attitude era but even that was very it was very tangential, and then and then you know whether it was watching that or turning it on to Monday Nitro, but it was only to see if Goldberg was going to be on that night, and if he wasn't, then it was like an immediate out. Yeah, well, but beyond that, yeah. I, I wasn't I wasn't watching it for a year. I mean, not maybe not twenty years, but certainly fifteen or so. Basically, have no. Like I, I knew it was going on. I mean, I, I know people that watch it. You know it in the peripheral, like, like you know it in the peripheral. Like, like you, you see sure, what's but, going on. But I basically missed, as far as like being involved in watching it. Like I missed pretty much like the entire John Cena era, which is like, just exactly a dis- was. it's like a disgrace in my mind too. It's like, oh, dude, I was so yeah. marked out on John Cena for so long, and you know, I even missed the. I mean, I literally missed some of the best. Um, did you ever see the moment between uh, The Rock and Hulk Hogan in WrestleMania 18, I think it is? <sighs> I'm trying to think which one that was. 
It's it's was the, it that that wasn't at the very beginning of it, was it? Yes. I want to see. I, I, I've seen that. I want to see I've if seen, I can I pull this live, up. But I've gone back and watched that. Yeah, I wonder if it has the actually the uh, the beginning of it. No, it doesn't. Uh, it, it's a real big moment, like where they finally get this match, and before they can eat, they're in this big fucking stadium. I don't even know what stadium it is. I'm getting goosebumps. I don't even really watch this. You know, again, I'm out on wrestling at all. I'm I'm finding out about this nearly, you know, fifteen twenty years later, and like, you know, they have Hulk Hogan back. The Rock's fighting them, and they're all like holy shit before they can even start fighting they're all just losing their shit and that's the part where i'm like where is that nowadays where is that just losing your fucking mind hulk hogan the rock to the i mean it's a fully changing on the guard of like this dude was the biggest of his time this guy is right now the biggest of his time and they're gonna go go at it right there, you know. Yeah, you just—I mean—that comes with the problem of not developing new stars. I mean, probably the closest thing that's happened in the last couple of years has been Cena against Reigns at SummerSlam in 2021. Yeah, but that sucked too but, because it's just like it didn't feel the same because it was like a well, and yeah, that, that was like a that, that was one of those partial. Um, no, it wasn't. It was this. It, it was, was kind- summer of Cena. He was he was around all summer, just leading up to that. Which, but unless they were going to pull something where he won and then doesn't come back until WrestleMania, like you knew he wasn't winning. Yeah, I know it sucks. It sucks having a guy that good, and you're like, oh, damn it, I know you're not winning. You know, yeah. um, but you know, it's like listening to like Brock Lesnar, who's I mean, he's right now one foot in, one foot out, and you know, a guy like that, he's just like, what do you think is missing in, like, you know, uh, wrestling? He's like, dude, just somebody needs to get over. You know? Yeah. Someone needs to, you know, try to get, I know that sounds weird, but it's like, either, holy shit, this fucking guy is big. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, like a rock character i mean you know what's kind of funny is like hulk hogan was what's was what uh, i'm sorry the rock is what hulk hogan was supposed to be if everyone really know like whenever he was up and coming the biggest star he's gonna start making movies i'm talking about fucking Mm -hmm. high-end movies he's gonna be the shit and that never happened for hulk hogan where now the rock is 40 times bigger of a movie star. He's the rock can't even wrestle. I mean, he, his, his fucking time is ticking to go out and wrestle because he's too fucking busy, you know? Yeah. So, and that's what, you know, somebody has to get over and be a fucking star, you know? And you look at, it's not about fucking work rate. It's not about all this other bullshit. Oh man, he did this, did that. You know, these guys, it's just about, man, that dude is a fucking star. He is, he's got the, 
the fans and the you know people want to go fucking see him. Mm-hmm. You know, people wanted to go see The Rock. People wanted to go see Stone Cold Steve Austin. They wanted to see all these dudes, and nobody really. I mean, Roman Reigns is the only, and even him, who I fucking love. But is anybody really knocking down the door to go see Roman Reigns? I mean, some are, but like I'm talking about outside people. No, you know that's no. the problem. No, no, you no. Know? Then that's part of the reason why you, you had said to. Well, they did it at SummerSlam as well because of other injuries. But like at Mania, you got Reigns, but Lesnar's the guy on the poster that the person who's on the outside. That okay, maybe I'll go check this out. Oh, the main event is the guy that used to be in UFC. Yeah, who used to fucking win? Who's a dude? Who yeah. fucking won? I mean. Like, I'll, I'll go see that. You know, whenever, like, whenever Brock Lesnar, like, actually won a fight and, you know, and he even won the fucking title. I mean, he wasn't, like, a fucking slouch. You know, did, did, I mean, did Vince look at him and just be like, dude, you can literally just print your money over here. I will give you whatever the fuck you want because you just proved right here that you're a bad motherfucker and you're with me, you know, you know, that, yeah. I don't know why that's I just missing from wrestling. It's just like, dude, but it's like Hulk Hogan couldn't fuck up anybody, but he could put it on the, yeah, he maybe he could fuck some people up, you know, like he was the thing. Like, I, I remember you talking about the, uh, a while back, like whenever you were, uh, I think it was for the money in the bank, but like, you know, Bob, um, Bobby Lashley walks by you. And you're just like, dude, that yeah. dude is fucking huge. <laughs> he's a giant yeah. of a dude. Yeah. You know, I know he's yeah. not going to get over as far as he has a limit too, because he is just doesn't have like that huge charisma. It just doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have the personality to do it. And that's the thing that you can't, I think that's difficult to create. I think some of that you, you can, you can help it, but somebody either kind of has it or they don't. And like right now would be the perfect time at WWE with Roman being the champ for two years now. He's certainly going to carry that into the beginning of next year, if not all the way to, you know, Mania. And Seems April. likely he's going to go through Mania, yeah. But but now it would be like who who could you build up to finally beat him and then be 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 the face? But I don't know who it's going to be. I mean, the, the first answer is, oh, well, it's going to be Cody Rhodes. But uh, I mean, that's not a that's not a megastar. That's a megastar to uh, people that watch every episode of Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite, all that. But that to the general public, that like, yeah, he's got goofy hair. That tattoo is way too that, big. Yeah, it is terrible. But you know, at the end of the day, too, I think that story is going to be pretty interesting to kind of do the whole dust because everybody, I, not everybody, likes Cody. But everybody yeah. loves Dusty, and I hate to say it. Yeah, but he—he's a thousand. Yeah, well, he's dead. He's not a thousand. Oh no, he, I thought you meant Dustin. I was thinking Dustin, not no, Dusty. no, no, Sorry. no, 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 no. Dustin. I was thinking of his brother, the dead one. <laughs> no, no. Oh, okay, but everybody he, loves Dusty his, Rhodes. Yeah, his age has stopped. Yeah, his age has, has ceased to be in. But uh, everybody loves Dusty Rhodes. They have an affinity for Dusty Rhodes, and use that story and be like. 
oh shit. I mean, he's a second generation. I mean, I don't know if he's second or third or whatever. I don't know if Dusty's dad fucking wrestled, but you know, there's still that story. He's, he's, he's honestly, I mean, I thought he was fucking nuclear waste whenever he was over in AEW. Like he was really having a tough time over there. And, uh, I think he needed that infrastructure as far as the WWE, like mm-hmm. as far as like getting, you know, like these, uh, full on production and like, even like a video of like, here's my dad. And you know, like doing all that, which WWE is again, has the infrastructure this is this fucking, I mean, they're basically a freaking movie studio type thing. And I think they can really get Cody over that AEW really couldn't do. So I think he, I think he has a good chance. I, I, a lot better than what he was doing over in AEW. I hate to say it, you know, he had some, he had some real bangers, but he sure fuck wasn't getting over. So, yeah, but I mean, from, from his, uh, from his return, I mean, he's been at the top tier, uh, with WWE. I mean, he's, I'm sure the trajectory was for him to win something by end of this year, very beginning of next year. I don't know if that's, you know, all the undisputed championships or something else, but before he got hurt, I mean, uh, he was definitely headed to the, you know, right at the very top. So I guess it will depend on when he comes back from his injury too. Yeah. How much time you have to, to kind of tell a story or whatever you need to do there. So kind of must've sucked. So, if you, I'd say you can pick anybody on the roster now, or you can just pick anybody who could come back. And let's just say Roman is going to lose at Mania, and it, you, but you can't pick The Rock. That's the one that I'm taking out. Okay. Like who? Who would you want to see beat Roman? Let's just say in 2023. Let's not tie it to an event. Let's just say sometime at, in 2023, Roman loses. Who do you want him to lose to? Dolph Ziggler. Oh, man. No. You know, I think Dolph is, he gets a bad rap, but um, man, that's a good question. That's a really good question. For a while there, I thought it could be Kevin Owens, but now I I kind of, uh, I've cooled on that one for a little bit. Drew McIntyre, I've definitely cooled on. I think that's over. Yeah, I, that's, I mean that's done. They're not going back to that. Yeah, they've they've tried their best. It's just, you know, whenever somebody wins the title, like they don't just win the title. And like I, I thought, I thought follow up was wrong in effect, uh, because I, um, whenever he was talking about like title changes that. You got to have rapid title changes and all this other stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but you know what the difference between like the attitude era and then what we're dealing with now is you had some of the best fucking dudes in, you know, ever. I mean, in his prime, Chris Jericho, in his prime, uh, triple H in his prime, stone cold, Steve Austin, the rock mankind fucking, I mean, name the guys you could, you could, toss that fucking title all over the place because you could make these guys because whenever you had that title you were the face of the company for that time being okay 
and at time being, Roman Reigns is the t- is the face of the company, and you can't. I mean, there is no one else who's even sniffing the anything near him. So it's a hard thing. Who could be the face of the company right now? You know, who is it? Yeah, it's it's a hard one right now, just because I just don't know. Again, I would say Cody Rhodes because he could. He has that name. Yeah, I think you know he has that. He has that look. He can wrestle. I mean, yeah, yeah, all those things. So, I mean, if if I still, it's a matter of how you get there, and is it someone who gets there just on their own, or is is it okay? This guy went assistance, but I still, I, I would like to see Seth Rollins beat him because Roman just he doesn't beat he can't beat Seth Rollins but and I think you could then tie that into the Cody thing because of their history from this year and I think you could stretch that out into like SummerSlam of next year when Cody finally wins it yeah. and make him kind of make us think that it's inevitable and then something happens and takes his chance away and then he's got to he's got to chase it all summer I'm interested in that. Uh, Seth Seth Rollins does a fantastic job, uh, basically representing the company, uh, and I think I think he at least has somewhat of a name in the business and outside of the business. This whole thing is just like, who's that dude who has that fucking name? I mean, you're going to be the face of this fucking company, you know? Who the fuck is it going to be? It's been a hard one, man. I, I you know, yeah. you know, I, it's, I, I don't have, obviously I don't have the answers. It's just somebody's got to get the fuck over. <laughs> you know, I hate to say that. I'm going to keep saying it. Just like somebody get over, you know, I don't know who it is. I mean, you know, I listened to one time, uh, Bret Hart talk about, you know, the, the three ratings. Have you ever heard that? Um, uh, I don't. I don't think so. I don't know if I could articulate articulate it as good as um, you know Bret Hart did, but he says there's there's a, a one through ten rating, and you're using three different scales. You have the look, you have the talk, and you have the wrestling ability. If you go off of those okay. those three, and then do one through ten. So like, uh, I think with Bret Hart, he always said, dude, I was, you know, like you have like Andre the Giant, who has a fucking look like Andre the Giant was a 10 because you'd walk in a room and you're like, holy shit, this guy is a giant. Couldn't fucking talk. (laughs) He couldn't wrestle, but his 10 was that high. So it didn't really matter. Yeah. You know, whereas, you know, uh, Bret Hart would be a 10 in the, in the ring. Like, there's no one fucking better than what that fucking guy did in the ring. Uh, at least the list is very short. But the fucking guy couldn't talk, and he was pretty, you know, just so-so. Like, you walk in and you're like, yeah, you know, he thinks all right, you know? Yeah. So right. you have to find a guy who hits that number high That for, for that scale. They're not going to get a 30, obviously, but they got to at least get like a... Mm, a 26. Is that, is that fair? Okay. That's no, I think that's, 
I was like that. I was like that. I was like that scale that Bret Hart because he simplified it and it's like, oh, that is really just fucking all three of them. I mean, I think one thing that works against him because you mentioned Andre the Giant, so just that as an example. So there's nobody that they're going to bring in who's like this really huge guy that's going to be this. Oh, this is a brand new thing. We've never seen this before. People look at it and be like, okay, well. I mean, it's nice that this guy's seven something, seven foot, four hundred something pounds. But you mean you can't fucking had Andre move. Giant before. <laughs> he can't, yeah, he we, can't we, move. We've yeah. had these other things, and how is this any? How is this any different? And unless they would differentiate themselves because they're this huge guy, but maybe they're also really quick witted and yeah, uh, you know, have a, a rock like ter- personality, <clears throat> then then it would work. But if they're just big guy who doesn't really say anything. And they can't move. We've seen it before, man. Or if you just have Sorry. like a fucking tactician thing. Oh, he's really good in the ring. And then somebody goes, I don't really give a fuck about that at all. And they look like Adam right. Cole and they talk like, you know, and someone who doesn't talk very well. You know, I mean, just they're just kind of bland attitudes, like no charisma, like Daniel Garcia, you know, <laughs> you're just like, okay. Well, I'm sure glad he's real good in the ring, but uh, who, who fucking cares, you know? So that's, and that's part of it. That's, um, and it depends what you're watching for. So if you're watching for the, the technical ability and the, you know, just the ring work, or are you watching for the spectacle and for the characters? Because that's, that's two drastically different things that people get out of it. And it kind of steers them in what direction that they go as far as which product and what they watch and why. Yeah. But you like, just look at the last WrestleMania, like, uh, I don't know how long, how long has stone cold been out of wrestling? Not nearly I 20 years, but ni- there was 19. No, no, no. I think he wrestled in 2001. I mean, I mean, I would say 2003 maybe. But so nearly yeah. so nearly 20 years. Yeah. Um and you're like, dude, Stone Cold Steve Austin's more over than fucking 90% of the the wrestlers in today. He's over. He didn't wrestle that much. He could fucking talk his ass off. He has a look where he still just looks like a dude who's like, if you just walked him in the in the grocery store and you're like, let's go. You're not messing with that guy. You're like, dude, I'm gonna fuck you up, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so yeah, if he's, he's like, he's, I, I can't hate that I'm still like picking on Adam Cole. That's the only one I could think of. Like, it's like if I saw him in the grocery store, I'd be like, I could fucking take him, <laughs> like fuck him. <laughs> so. um not a, not a big guy. Yeah, just not a big guy. You know, if I saw Orange Cassidy, I would just be like, okay, pockets, let's go. <laughs> Get your fucking hands in your pockets. So, um, yeah, I'd be worried about that guy. Yeah, and then talking about the AEW business, and we're going to get into this CM Punk fucking scrum, fucking greatness. It's fucking great. Uh, AEW, um, I don't know what, how you felt when AEW started up. Obviously, as far as in the business, uh, when it started up, I was like, well, a billionaire in wrestling right now, not a fucking bad thing. You know, I think, you know, could be good and get some guys, some, you know, you think about fighter pay or wrestler pay. 
it'd be nice if they all get paid a little bit more and have some more leverage and not go, you know, when Vince comes up to him, all right, your contract's up, pal. Well, you're just going to re up cause you're not going anywhere else, <laughs> you know? Right, so, yeah. uh, you know, it's nice to at least have that, uh, bargaining ship where, you know, I mean, I, uh, I, 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 for one was actually kind of excited. Um, as I saw how it was going, I go, Oh, this is just, as it goes, you're like, Oh, this isn't like the wrestling that I would like, you know, it's just, it's, it's really smart. Mark wrestling that, you know, you're like, who that, who's that guy? Who's this guy? Who's that guy? And that, you know what the one, you know, reply you'll get every time when you're like, dude, I have no idea who the fuck that person is. They go, is your Google broken? You're just like, well, I don't want to fucking Google. I want to, like, tell a story, bitch. Like, like, tell the story. So, I mean, that's the only thing that AEW, I think, lacks is, is just, like, that infrastructure and just telling a I, simple story. And, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, the, I, I feel it, like the thing for me, and this is very just a simpleton response, it just looks so low rent to me on television. <laughs> like I, I, I feel like, and and of course, they actually locally here have shows at like a rec center in Garland. Oh, dude, M- MLW will come like, out every now and then. Uh, but but I mean, it's just it just doesn't have the same look to it. It looks cheap to me. Yeah, but I will say, like I think next week is their huge event up in New York. I think it's on the twenty first. Yeah. Um I think it's Moxley and Danielson for the championship and I assume they'll run that's the main event they'll run at last but I, I I'll probably be by the channel. I'm interested. Cuz I mean I love yeah. I love Daniel Bryan slash Brian Danielson. I, I and I'm interested if they're going to No, you know what it is? I want to watch it and be like I want to see if they're going to screw this up and give it to fucking Moxley right now. <laughs> You know, you know that's a good point because yeah. he's he's the kind of de- the default to put it on. So you're like, well, we don't have anybody right now, so just switches. just put it on Moxley. It's like we well, have Brian Danielson in your fucking company right yeah. now. Who is the shit? Like, I mean, honestly, I was gonna say as as again as your uh, let's let's do his rating in ring. I would give him about an eight or a, no 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 nine. I would give him about a nine. He's one of the more flawless yeah. wrestlers. I mean, fucking, fucking never have, you know, talk wise, I give him about a seven or eight. His look, I would give about a five, six. Cause he, he is a, he actually does look like he works out. It, it is weird when he doesn't have a shirt on. I kind of go, eh, that's all right. Yeah. When he has a shirt on, he looks like actually more buff than he actually is. So. I don't know why I called him buff. I feel like I'm hitting on him or something. Um, you know, he's a good looking dude. Um, yeah, but you have Brian Danielson. Put the fucking thing on him. So, but the reason, so. but I'm the reason, probably to watch for that. Yeah. So, I mean, there are eyes on that, and but the rest of the stuff. I mean, you know, I was listening to man. I've been everybody get YouTube uh, premium. So you can just watch, you can just listen to YouTube videos all day long. No commercials, no, you know, you don't have, you can turn your phone off and it still goes. It's the fucking best thing I've ever bought. YouTube premium. Okay. It's okay. fucking awesome. Um, 
But I've just been listening to all these dudes and they're just like, like when, uh, when Vince McMahon was booking back in the nineties in the late nineties, like what was he, you know, he was like, what's going on with, uh, you know, the nation or no, no, not the nation. What were those? Uh, what's going on with the oddities this week? Like he was like, no, what the fuck is going on with stone cold Steve Austin and everything else I could <laughs> give a flying fuck about, right. you know, like he had right. focus, you know, this show is, this show is the, the rock and the rock and stone cold show and mixed in with triple H uh, the Undertaker, Mankind, we're going to kind of pepper them back in and cycle them out. Everything else I could give a flying fuck about. Just don't make it too stupid, you know? Right. Like the yeah. singular focus. So it's like AEW gets so tied up about a bunch of bullshit going, oh, man, we need to try to get, you know, uh, Wheeler Yuta and fucking Daniel Garcia over. And you're like, who the fuck is that? Oh, these little man! You these, are you are watching it, dude. Yeah, dude. I know these dudes. Yeah, it's like oh, these little dweebs trying to fight for the ROH pure. Oh my god! Did you ever? Oh my god! I show you that video. Did you? Uh, do they have a YouTube? Hey, AEW botches. What's up, guys? They have t- they have too many titles over there. What do you mean? Oh, dude. named after the they are named after the TV channels. They are. They've got one for a threesome title or something. Yeah, they're a little over. They're a little over titled. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, the other part is like, you know, like how much do you know? I mean, you're. I'm not saying I'm a big fan either, but I mean, even in your peripheral, how much do you know about like ROH and fucking all these other uh, ones? That that they exist. Just that, just that they exist. Yeah. Pretty much. Oh man, I wanted to show you the so ROH Pure uh, Championship, which apparently there's like four other titles, which Claudio or Cesaro has the ROH World oh, yeah. t- World yeah. Title. Um. Oh, dude, I don't know. Well, that was funny too. I can put this up for you, so you can see what Willer Yuta and. Uh, fucking Daniel Garcia look like go look up AEW um oh man will this play what the fuck sorry that's all right this is great for audio by the way oh this is great yeah everybody loves I did see Daniel Garcia on something I think it was yesterday and it was just he was just walking out to the ring, and I had that response. I'd heard his name, but I hadn't seen him before. Right. And I had the response of looking at him and be like, yeah, this is my default joke. That looks like some guy who won a raffle, and he got, <laughs> you get to go fight in the ring because you won a drawing or something. Yeah. Oh, man. My internet. Yeah, no, he, it was that thing where uh, Daniel Gar- A.W. botches, they have Daniel Garcia walking out with a with a fucking towel and like a a beanie, but he's walking out to the Stone Cold Steve Austin song. It's like the glass breaks. Oh, okay. and you see him come out and yeah. you're like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, they're doing some weird thing there. Yeah, that makes me uncomfortable. 
<laughs> I'm very comfortable about that. No, they had this one point where pure, you have to stay in the ring. I can't remember the actual rules. And if you, no one uh, comes to a conclusion after 30 minutes, they uh, will ha- they have judges in the uh, in the stands. And you can't use closed fists. And so there was so there was a part where they uh, were like in the ring and they were literally just slapping each other like two bitches. Oh yeah! <laughs> Did you see yeah, that one? I think I've seen some of this. Okay. I've seen some of it. I'm trying to find out what it is. I, I can't find it now. And it's, it's always whenever I want to fucking find. Don't something. they? Don't they pull a lot more stuff that kind of goes on in in New Japan? Yeah, like as far as just bits and stuff that I think is, I don't know. Well, that's the whole. <laughs> From th- what I see, it's just kind of silly. That's the part where, like, you know, when Tony Khan started this company, he he appointed Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega as EVPs, right. executive vice, vice uh, presidents, or whatever the fuck they were, and um. I'm sorry, I feel like this is a little distracting for you to have to look at that. But, uh, you know, Kenny Omega is, like, really big in, like, you know, Japanese, you know, like, he fucking lives out in Japan, in Japan and I think he speaks Japanese. And okay. he brings these little tiny Japanese girls and, you know, like, Riho, and he's, like, you're like, who the fuck? Like, I mean, these chicks like weigh not, they're like 90 pounds <laughs> wet, <laughs> and like and they do like goofy Whoa. wrestling shit. It's like it just doesn't translate. Like, yeah, some people, you know, I'm okay also with you know, if you could have wrestling for everybody, like, hey, if you want the sports entertainment type stuff, you can have that. If you want to watch like this ROH, like pure wrestling stuff, you can watch that too. And if you want to watch little Chinese Japanese girls wrestle, I guess there's a market for that. I don't know. I just, the most people that criticize AEW are people who are just like, you know, here's the problem I had was like, AEW came in and I was like, AEW, cool, come in. But don't even worry about WWE, because you're never gonna you're never gonna fucking beat them. You're never gonna do it. So don't even think about it. Just worry about your own work, and everything's fine. And that has like within. I mean, it was seemed like within a year they'd already forgot about that. They're like, oh, we got to do this because they did this, and you know we have to compete with this. And it's like, don't worry about them. Like they're not even the same. It's like. They're playing baseball and you're playing cricket right now. I mean, or whatever. Yeah. It's just it's just different. So just do your shit. So I don't know. That's my only complaint well, it, with with AEW. I think they do some good things and like I'm talking about MGF. That fucking dude is over. That dude oh, is fucking uh, the shit. Phenomenal. You know? No, that's phenomenal. And I, I don't care whether he's there or if he is at the at the the bingo hall in front of forty people, we'll go, like, we, we will need to see. Every time I see MJF. him do his thing, he's yeah, he's great. And it's not like they don't have any talent over there. Of course they do. Of course, Brian Danielson over there. Yeah, but the problem is, is you realize now, is that the prisons, the uh, the uh, the prisoners have taken over 
the prison. Is that how it goes? The inmates have taken over the prison type thing. And, and that was that was a concern from the beginning that the people that follow it, when you have yeah, people that are in the ring really involved and creative, is it was great for a period of time. Everybody's getting their way and all that. But then at some point, not everyone can be over all the time. And then I think you ran into you ran into issues. Yeah. Where you're like, Hey, you have Miro. What are you gonna do with him? I don't know. I have no fucking clue. And Miro's looking at you going, hey, I'm a wrestler. I don't know what to, like, if you're going to ask, I'll give you suggestions, but I'm a wrestler. You need to give me, like, yeah. it's like a bunch of actors. It. It's a bunch of actors coming in and going, we're going to start our own movie studio. And we don't need these people telling us what to do. We're going to make our own movies. And it's like, does anybody know how to direct? Does anybody know how to write? scripts no none of us okay we're just gonna do whatever you know it's gonna be fucking dreadful you know i hate to say it but these people need direction and you can't just have fucking tony khan booking all this shit when you know i heard about this shit that tony has since like he was like 12 like back in the day and by the way biggest nerd shit i've ever fucking heard in my life but people would go online and literally do fantasy booking and they would present it to a large group of people online and they would go, oh my God, that's so fucking great. Da, 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 da. And so he's been doing this since he was 12 years old. So now his daddy has bought him real life size uh, wrestling men and he gets to do right. all this. But you didn't realize whenever you were booking shit on, on, you know, online that you'd actually have to deal with real fucking live you know, personalities and every, you know, you're like, oh, I want to put this guy over. And the other guy goes, hey, fuck that guy. I want to be put over. And like, well, I said he could. Well, no, you're not. How about I fucking kick your teeth in, Tony? And you're just like. Or just. Yeah. He would. Or he, or he would get into a, uh, a press conference after an event. <laughs> and then his biggest star would just start going off on stuff he had no idea was about to happen. Yeah, burying his fucking fellow EVPs and himself. So, so, so where? So I've seen the press conference. So you have seen, seen the press conference. Part, what? What's? I've seen the press conference okay. footage, but I never really fully understood what was the trigger. That for him is what going we're on. going to get into right now. So everybody sit okay. tight. I know this podcast is going to be a little long. Maybe we'll cut it up, put it into a little thing. But we're going to do a little story time with what the fuck is going on with CM Punk and why was he so angry? So we have to go all the way back to, I believe, the podcast was originally aired uh sorry i have to go back and look i believe it was 2013 when the podcast was uh put everybody it's on youtube if you want to uh but go look up colt cabana and uh cm punk colt cabana some people would say who the fuck is colt cabana that sounds like a weird uh I don't know what the fuck, you know. Sounds like, like a, a a place in Euless that you would go to <laughs> on a, a random Wednesday night. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it sounds like a really bad bar. I don't know. So, yeah. but yeah, Colt Cabana was actually a wrestler. Apparently, 
had a cup of coffee in WWE, but I, I, I don't know. So <laughs> um, I've only heard the name, and that's that's it. His his cult. So where did the boom boom come Caban. from between those two? So um, so everybody go back and you can listen to this. I listened to the, there's actually two episodes where uh, CM Punk and and uh, Colt Cabana. This is right after CM Punk has left the uh, WWE and basically CM Punk shooting all over. Um, he's shooting on everybody at the WWE. He's talking all this kind of shit. Um, uh, this, uh, started a big thing because in the podcast, he starts talking about how, you know, he wouldn't get the best medical care. He was hurt. He would get it. He got a staph infection and they kept giving him Z packs. And this, this whole thing started off where, he actually shit himself inside the ring, and so. But he he talked really badly about the WWE doctor. That they put that podcast out. That then started out uh, a huge lawsuit because the doctor sued CM Punk and Colt Cabana. So okay, there okay. was a lawsuit that happened there. Um. I did read up. It does look like CM Punk did win that lawsuit. Regardless, there was legal bills. Colt Cabana was like, Hey, CM Punk, uh, kind of need a little help with this. Uh, you are CM Punk yeah, and I, I am Colt Cabana. Yeah, I was going to say, he pointed at his name tag. He's like, remember, this is, this is who I am over here. I don't know if you know who I am, but I am this guy and you are you, you got a little bit more money than I do. So he's like, I'm going to need help. And then they got, I think it sounds, it's really convoluted because I still think that CM Punk's not fully telling the truth on a lot of stuff. Um, because there was a falling out. Why would Colt Cabana just suddenly just go, hey, don't worry about it. I want to pay for all this whenever you went on the podcast and I was then basically sued with you in this huge lawsuit. Like, I'd be like, dude, fuck you, dude. This is your fault. You went on my podcast and shot, you know, went shooting. By the way, do I kind of like explain what shooting is? Like, everybody should figure out what that is. But I think anybody who's listening right now yeah, knows what that means. If you made it this far, you should know what shooting means. But basically, he's telling the truth. And he's like, hey, dude, you came on my podcast fucking shooting your ass off. You got sued by this doctor. And then we countersued. And then uh, they got mad at each other. And then so. CM Punk had to sue Colt Cabana after Colt Cabana sued CM Punk. It was a fucking mess. So they had this big friendship, you know, basically soured at this point. CM Punk's been gone. He's he has uh let me take a diet, let me take a left turn right here. But CM Punk had left and then goes, Hey, I'm gonna be a fucking UFC fighter, which is just, you know, I, I want to get to the delusions of CM Punk here soon enough, you know, <laughs> like I think he was fucking, you know, I'm not, I'm, I will never downplay what CM Punk has done in wrestling. I think he is top tier. Great on the mic. 
Uh, I think he's a, I think he was a fairly good wrestler. I think he's, you know, he's fucking older and slower nowadays, and he's trying to do some shit that he can't do now. But still, pretty good wrestler. Yeah. Um, you know, it is what it is with his look. I mean, he's just not a very good like. He has tattoos, but I still would be like, you know, he has some tattoos, but he does have that, you know, dumb Pepsi logo. So I think I could take him. So, um, uh, regardless, you know. I mean, you did think that CM Punk, like, he basically buried himself whenever he went in the UFC. Uh, yeah. I mean... Yeah, for sure. He got beat by... Mickey Gall just got fucking released. And Mickey Gall from the UFC, and Mickey Gall beat the dog shit out of him. You know? No, he didn't. He didn't belong there. And a lower and, and a lower tier guy beat the dog shit out of him too, right. and he didn't even want to. And he only had it was two fights. Two right? fights. Yeah. Mickey Gall, two, Mickey Gall, yeah. and Mike so Jackson. Guess, yeah. So I guess he did the second one, like just to be sure. After the first one, <laughs> you know what? Well. That guy might have been a lot better. Do you have the guy who? What would happen is Mickey Gall was fighting Michael Mike Johnson. Like, if Mickey Gall would have won that fight, he would get the CM Punk fight. So he kicked the shit out of that guy. So he's like, uh, CM Punk goes, hey, you know that guy that Mickey Gall beat the fuck out of to fight me? I'll I'll fight that guy. And then that guy came in and beat the shit out of CM Punk. (laughs) Yeah. He really fucking tried. And I bet, you know, again, UFC was just like, dude, I don't know. CM Punk's a draw. I mean, regardless, he is. So, um... But, uh, okay, so let's go back to the Colt Cabana story. I just wanted to take a left turn on that for just real quick that I think CM Punk is a fucking, I, I think CM Punk's, CM Punk's a fucking mark for himself sometimes. You know, just like, dude, you can't really fight. You're really good at, and you're really good in the ring and you talk really well. Just fucking leave sure. it at that. You just, that's it. Um, So they had a huge falling out. Colt Cabana's good friends with, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, basically all those dudes in AEW. So okay. all this falling out shit happened, and then CM Punk gets signed, and Cole Cabana is still with the company. I think his last match, one that I remember, was actually Brian Danielson. So you know he was still with the company, but after a while, he uh, his his contract ran out and. Uh, Tony Khan had bought ROH Ring of Honor and was going, Hey, uh, I'm probably not going to resign you, but I'll, I'll sign you over here to ROH. So, a, um, <sighs> I'm telling you, this fucking story goes on long. And, uh, so, uh, sorry, Cole Cabana, now with ROH, a, uh, Dave Meltzer out of the dirt sheets fucking puts out a story maybe a couple other ones did that cm punk had basically gotten colt cabana fired from AEW. now this is this uh, is okay so this is the bullshit because you know regardless of what you think colt cabana it wasn't it, the illusion that colt cabana was like setting the world on fire on AEW. It's fucking hilarious. I can literally count twice that I'd never seen him on that fucking show. And I, I don't right. say I watch, watch it regularly, but man, never saw that dude on the show. Like, he was a bum. He was never he was doing anything. Yeah. 
It was just the fact that that he was involved or he was employed somewhere wasn't yeah, enough. But then, dude, that's what's so stupid okay. about it. like. I mean, yeah. AEW's turned into 1994 uh, fucking WCW where Hulk Hogan jumps on and goes, you're going to have to sign all my friends, brother. You, you, what are we going to do with Earthquake? What are we going to do with the Nasty Boys? What are we going to do with Brutus Beefcake? You know, <laughs> you know <laughs> like, you know, you know, Young Bucks and Kenny Omega you know, basically got hung on to a billionaire and said, I need you to hire all my friends, you know, on a very high rate that they would never fucking get paid in this company or in any company ever. So, um, Colt Cabana had a good run. So, so, so when, so that, so that night, the altercation punches are thrown. I'm not, I'm literally not even close to being there yet. There's so much more. Tell me, did, did that happen before the press conference or after? After the press conference. So it happened after. Okay. Yes. We're going to get to that part. I'm sorry. This is, we're going to cut this on the, uh, that first part, and I think we're going to do this long. So try to stay up just about a little bit longer because we're going to have to li- – I mean, how much did the scrum did you listen to? Um, just – I mean, just was – literally was on Twitter. So just the little parts there. Put like a two two minute video. Yeah. yeah, you're like, yeah, okay, but no, dude, this shit gets good. I got the gist of the of of the press conference. This shit gets good. I didn't good. get anything else. So, uh, CM Punk's gonna go over and win the title um, against Adam a- Hangman Page. Good friends with Colt right. Cabana, and in okay. a in a uh, you know, I think it was the the go home. Uh, dynamite before the pay per view. Uh, Hangman Page goes in and goes like, does a uh, does a promo on CM Punk in front of his face, like, you know, kind of give you the gist. But basically, I don't respect you of what you do in this ring or what you do, you know, when no one's looking outside in the back. And basically, I mean quote-unquote, went into business for himself. Which is basically, mm-hmm. like, if you're going to talk shit about somebody, this is somewhere in the business type shit, if you're going to talk shit about somebody, like, where it quote-unquote gets real, you have to give them a heads up who you're telling them. Like, dude, I'm about to shoot on you right. hard. Yeah. And this is what That's it's going to be. It's like, it's going to be good for business, blah, blah, blah. It is what it is. Well, Adam Page didn't do that for him. So, basically talk shit about him right in front of CM Punk didn't give him a heads up. It fucking was out of nowhere. No one knew what the fuck was going on. And it wasn't, you know. So, regardless, CM Punk goes over on him in that pay-per-view, wins the title, then gets hurt, so he has to... He didn't relinquish it. They did, like, an interim title. Vacate it. No, they actually did oh, an interim yeah, title. Yeah. And They gave it to Moxley. And they did... Yeah, I was going to say, that's when they gave it to Moxley. Okay. Yeah. Again. Um, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So again, that night, um, oh no, okay, sorry. I think it was a, a week or two before that. CM Punk goes in the ring, and this is a—it's kind of funny. I I actually got a little pissed off at CM Punk. I was like, dude, that's fucking bullshit. So he goes up in the ring and goes, "Hey, uh, before I start, uh, I want to give a I want to give Adam Hangman Page a fucking uh." a fucking rematch tonight for the AEW title right now. If he has to get in the ring right now. 
And he sat down on the ring, waited, waited, and goes, yeah, that's what I thought. That's not cowboy shit. That's cow, uh, coward shit. And basically just, you know, telling him that uh, the dis- the disrespect should be just as, or uh, the apology should be just as loud as the disrespect that I got. And okay. fucking right in front of everybody. And I was like, dude, what the fuck is going on? Like, he is fired up. So let's fast forward. We're about to get the media scrum. Uh, he goes over, wins the title again. CM Punk wins his title back, I guess, or as the the undisputed whatever winner. So mm-hmm. uh, Tony's been doing these uh, media scrums. Uh, I'm not sure exactly. I'm sure. I'm not sure they're going to be doing it much anymore, or if they will do it, <laughs> it will be doing it. In a much different way, um, it's what I'm was what I'm guessing, but uh, yeah. Nonetheless, they did this scrum, and it's supposed to be kind of like AEW does this thing where they like, oh man, we're we're trying to be as close to like real sports, like they have like you know your win loss record and all this other shit. And they try to right rankings and stuff. Yeah, like that. they do all yeah. that. So it's like, oh, we got to do a media scrum, like. It was just kind of funny because just this weekend, uh, uh, Roman Reigns, after you know the Clash of the Castle, goes into the media room and goes, "Acknowledge me," <laughs> and then they yeah. go, "We acknowledge you," <laughs> and then he goes, "See ya," <laughs> it, <laughs> and fucking peaced out of there. <laughs> and he just walked out. Yeah, he just walked out. That's did, it. Did you see the meme of you know just Roman Reigns just with acknowledge me? over him and then split screen to CM Punk and all small little letters of all the shit that he said in his, his he's good like <laughs> you know two <laughs> no, different not see that. two different champs type thing so let's go into the media scrum this is going to be fun okay you ready I'm ready all right a lot of, a lot of just say your name and you're cool okay i know you're wanting to watch say this your name uh, he's just talking. So, by the way, they're in the room with the biggest. Oh, the reporters say your name. I th- I yeah, like, you, you yeah. Guys I think there was a. I think that was a PR. Yeah, like that CM Punk. Okay, I got you. I got you. <laughs> I understand. I, I always thought that too. I was like, uh, my name is CM Punk. Do I really need to say this? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, okay, go ahead. But he's in a room with all the nerdy fucking geek quote-unquote journalists you think fucking the rangers journalists are bad watch the mark ass fucking dirt sheet wrestling journalists they're fucking dweebs all right oh and pay attention to don't look at cm punk he doesn't do anything just watch tony khan the entire time okay oh yeah yeah okay uh nick has with wrestling inc i'll Uh, start nick um show of hands who here fancies themselves as a journalist? You're a journalist, Nick? Right. I try my best. Okay. Um, um, no, real real quick. Go ahead. Um, you still do improv? <laughs> no, not a little bit. No? No. When you did improv, who'd you do improv with? Uh, I did it with uh, uh, Scott Colton. Hmm. Okay, so you fancy yourself a journalist. Would you say you're friends with Scott Colton? Uh, no, I haven't talked to Scott in some time. So you're not friends with him? Uh, no, no, Scott and I do not see that eye. Oh, wow. Well, that makes two of us. My point is, if you fancy yourself a journalist, even if it's for the silly world. 
I'm sorry. Have you been paying attention to Tony? Like the, just the way he's looking. I'm looking at him the whole time. Yeah, he looks like the very awkward <laughs> child who doesn't know what's going on around him. He has no idea what's going on. He's just, I'm <laughs> just. And what what are we what are we drinking here? He just, he opened up a bag, dude. I have not six pack, of, dude. I think it's one of like Fresca. I want it, yeah, because it's obviously not brew. Um, no, uh, I think it's some. Someone said it was like a seltzer, but you know, like uh, I think just like. I think CM Punk's probably big enough that he has like a rider. Do you know what that is? Okay. Yeah, like the. Yeah, I know what that is. I, I, need, you, I need you to have a fucking bag of whatever the fuck this is and my muffins. It's just the fact yes. that he has that many. Like, like yeah, I yes. think two no, no, would be sufficient. It's obnoxious. He's, he had he's to, got five. He had to bring it. He had to open it. He had to fucking start stacking them all out. Yeah, it's funny. World of professional wrestling and you have journalistic integrity, people who report things mostly that are bullshit and slanderous lies against myself. If you are friends with somebody, you blew my spot. If you're not friends with them, I apologize. It's okay. But you should probably disclose who you're friends with. He had that in his mind, by the way, that he was going to be like, yeah, Colt Cabana, good friend of mine. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying that kind of blew, he said he did, you know, he admitted that it blew up his spot a little bit, but he's like, I, I can still talk yeah. shit. No biggie. I can still talk shit about you. I just was, it was going to be a lot cooler if you had been like, yeah, me and Colt just went out, you know, the other day, you know, but, uh, so you see where he's going with this, you know, he's, he's fucking pissed yeah, off right. that these guys have been, he's finally got these guys in the room and he's going to fucking shoot the shit off on Colt, on the fucking EVPs, on the media, these journalists and everybody. So everybody's in the crosshairs and Tony's got fucking front row seat. Right to it, right there. I'm not from um, I haven't had anything to do with Scott Colton in almost a decade. Probably wanted nothing. To- I'm sorry, Scott Colton is Colt Cabana. If no one, yeah, right. put, no yeah. one picked I that put, up. I put that together. Okay, I just was <laughs> making sure you're like, man, he's fucking in oh, trouble with everybody. You, you mean he's? <laughs> is he? He's not Scott Cabana. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Cabana. <laughs> yeah. To do with him even longer than that. It's fucking unfortunate that I have to come up here and speak on this when I'm on my time, and this is a fucking business. Uh, <laughs> why I'm a grown-ass adult man and I decide not to be friends with somebody is nobody else's fucking business, but my friends, if I fall backwards, will catch me. Scott Colton, I felt, never would have. My problem was I wanted to bring a guy with me to the top that did not want to see me at the top. Okay? You call it jealousy, you call it envy, whatever the fuck it is. My relationship with Scott Colton ended long before I paid all of his bills. I have every receipt, I have every invoice, I have every email. I have the email where he says, and I quote, I agree to go our separate ways. I will get my own lawyer and you do not have to pay anymore. That's an email (laughs) that I have. The only reason the public did not see is because when I finally had to countersue him through discovery, we discovered he shared a bank account with his mother. That's a fact. Nobody cares, nerd. <laughs> and as soon as- so what are your thoughts now? <laughs> well, I mean, obviously Tony Khan is just in, he's in panic yeah. at this point, doesn't know what to say. Cause why it seems like he would just be like, what are we doing here? What is, what is this? I was like, you no. know, and try to move it on. Yeah, I'd be he like, he is powerless. 
it gets worse because if you've ever seen a man just get completely alphaed, I mean, it's it's so fucking crazy to see someone get alphaed. Like, and you know, for for the listeners who don't know who Tony Khan is, I mean, he's a very slight man. He's very tiny. He's not a very big guy. You know, his daddy made a billion dollars and his daddy gave him money to start a wrestling company. You know, whenever he was fantasy booking on, on, you know, you know, MS, MSN chat or whatever the fuck he was on, you know, like the, the wrestlers didn't really talk back very much. And, he, you know, they went over whenever he wanted them to do it, but they didn't, they didn't really talk back this much. And this is where he's like, did I make the right decision? Should I just go back to Fulham and in the Jacksonville Jaguars and just work on that? Or so we'll just keep on with this. But yes, he, he does disclose that, uh, Colt Cabana shares a bank account with his mother, which is a funny slight, but also just like, well, we don't know what's going on there. Like, I mean, there might be some financial reasons why, uh, yeah, it might be, you know, she's got a, she needs to be on there. She can't take care of her own finances herself. There might be a disability involved. Yeah. Maybe it's just the original bank account he got when he was like 15. Yeah. And you had to have a par- an adult's name on there. He never changed Just it. never did it. And just not a big deal. But yeah, it was a weird thing. So this is where but, I'm but saying. nobody raises that point because that's what you should raise is be like, well, there could be an easy explanation for that. Yeah. You tell me it's impossible. No, Someone could be I, I think really CM, successful and not CM punks be the case cm punk just wants to be an asshole here right i get it but again i'm not super anti cm punk i know i think i can i'm not as uh high up on him as some people like i i i appreciate like dude's obviously really good at the mic and you know he you know i wasn't even part of like really watching wrestling whenever he won the title back in you know, when he won it from Cena back in the day. But it couldn't deny what he did. But I also realized that he's a little fucking whiny bitch sometimes who doesn't get his way. And, you know, kind of just wants to bitch and moan whenever something doesn't go his way. Yeah. As we discovered that fact and we subpoenaed old Marsha, he sent the email, oh, can we please drop all this? Now, it's 2022. I haven't been friends with this guy since at least 2014, late 2013. And the fact that I have to sit up here because we have irresponsible people who call themselves EVPs and couldn't fucking manage a target, and they spread lies and bullshit and and put into a media that I got somebody fired when I have fuck all to do with him, want nothing to do with him, do not care where he works, where he doesn't work, where he eats, where he sleeps. And the fact that I have to get up here and do this in 2022 is fucking embarrassing. And if y'all are at fault, fuck you. If you're not, I apologize. But what did I ever do in this world to, go, to deserve an empty-headed fucking dumb fuck like Hangman Adam Page to go out on national television and fucking go into business for himself. For what? What did I do? Dave, what did I ever do? You told me. Didn't do a goddamn... <laughs> um, oh, God. 
Uh, if you don't know, that, that was Dave Meltzer who answered that question. Yeah. Did you hear him? Yeah. <laughs> you tell me. You tell me. I'm just a reporter. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I I didn't understand a lot of the affection for Meltzer. Like, I don't know what you know about Meltzer. You know, it's it's always been infamous about his whole star rating thing from the Wrestling Observer. It's always been talked to. Yeah. Even years back, I knew about those. But I never... He's a guy that's always been around. Yeah, he's just always been around. He's He was around, like, yeah. back in the 80s, you know, like, whenever they were... Um, you know, like steroids and all that other shit were going on. He like, he broke a lot of those, a lot of that news or whatever, but now he's, now he's got this weird thing. And now these wrestlers are like marking out for Mark, for Meltzer and be like, did you like my, my, my wrestling match? <laughs> like, <laughs> did you give it enough stars? Which is like Need the likes on Twitter. Like, are you playing for the public or for Mr. Meltzer? Like he has right. just a weird connection with these people. Um, I don't know. So damn thing. What's your name, sir? Dominic D'Angelo. Fuck the Pittsburgh Packers. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Pittsburgh. <laughs> I made it really clear in Forbes and I just want to make it clear again. Nick It's went- not his position to make it very <sighs> How do you like that? Yeah. What was he about to make very clear? Uh, That's I what know. I want to get to. But it's so funny. Oh. Made it really clear in Forbes, and I just want to make it clear again. Nick, it's when- not his position to make it very fucking clear. There's people who call themselves EVPs that should have fucking known better. This shit was none of their business. I understand sticking up for your fucking friends. I fucking get it. I stuck up for that guy more than anybody. Okay? I paid his bills. Until I didn't, and it was my decision not to. Yeah, but I shouldn't have no commented when Nick first said it. It's my I, fault. And if I, I hadn't, it's my that. fault. It's my I appreciate fault. I should that, have just I'm, taken a head on because you never But said I'm trying anything. to run a fucking business. And when somebody who hasn't done a damn thing in this business jeopardizes the first million dollar house that this company has ever drawn off of my back and goes on national television and does that, it's a disgrace to this industry. It's a disgrace to this company. Now, we're far beyond apologies. Right? I gave him a fucking chance. It did not get handled, and you saw what I had to do, which is very regrettable, lowering myself to his fucking level. But that's where we're at right now. And I will still walk up and down this hallway and say, if you have a fucking problem with me, take it up with me. Let's fucking go. Sorry, I freeze frame uh, Tony pretty good. (laughs) And he's looking, going, this won't backfire on me, right? With him just saying that, right? There's no way. Yeah. So, uh, we can go a little longer. I think we can probably wrap up here in a little bit. Um, because it, I, there's some really good parts on here. I'll probably fast forward some of these, but, you know, so he shoots this whole thing, and now, like, journalists would be like, this would be a good time for a follow-up question, right? You know, yeah, like, exactly. I, I would like to dig deeper in this. But there's they're just as chicken shit as any other journalist. Like, you know, I don't want to piss anybody off because then there goes my access. Like these these right. nerds thrive on access. If they burn a bridge, then they they can't do their fucking. So this is what I hate about fucking journalism. It doesn't matter if it's wrestling, football, baseball, you know, world politics. 
It's all about fucking access, and these dorks will go, huh, should I report the news honestly, or should I be a little bitch and just go, well, I don't want him to be mad because then he won't talk to me no more, you know? And I don't want to go give it to someone else because I want to be first. So it's like a whole song and dance, and it's like, yo, I mean, do you have integrity? Are you going to just report what's going on or what? What's your question, Nick? Uh, First of all, you're always very nice to me, and thank you. Um, I wanted to ask about MJF, obviously. uh, He played What? He does all that? I obviously want to talk about MJF. Man, fuck MJF, like right now. That's not the story right now. This is not the story at all. Like, do you want to follow up? Like, hey, so what did... Why do you think... That your EVPs fucked you over like that? Do you have? Do you, yeah. Would you like to expound upon that? How do you know that they did that? Or how about Nick? You haven't really, uh, or uh, Tony? Yeah, uh, you haven't really said much here, other than something about Forbes. And I guess he was <laughs> saying like maybe he should have commented then, and he just left it as no comment himself. Yeah. But I mean, I would probably put it a little bit back on him. Yeah. Well, this is because I think Tony Khan's a little full of shit because I think he's in full panic and he doesn't know how to get out of the situation. Yeah, absolutely. But like with this Colt Cabana thing, he looked at it and goes, well, I have CM Punk, huge draw. I have Colt Cabana, never drew a dime, fucking never done shit in this business. What should I do? What should I do? Yeah, fuck off, Colt Cabana. And maybe CM Punk maybe had said something. He's going, he probably walked in. He goes, do you have that fucking guy working for us? I was like, when's his contract up? You can tell him to go fuck right off. You know, maybe he did say that, you know, but he probably didn't say, I think you should fire him. I think you should be like, that guy's a fucking asshole, (laughs) you know, Yeah. whether he is or not. I'm just saying like, I don't know. A, a voicemail from you before he came out. Obviously, confronted you, uh, Punk. Um, why now? What, what, why? Why is MJF back in the fold now? How do you both feel about him being around? How do you feel about the time he spent away? All of that. Well, if I may, I'm the one who asked him to come back because uh, MJF's <laughs> a big star in this company, and this is a, one of the biggest events. A year ago, CM Punk debuted here, and I thought it was right for the fans. And like I said. For the fans, I thought the best thing that we could do as a company was bring MJF back. And he wants me to work with pricks constantly. That's that's what it is. <laughs> Nevertheless, uh, two of the top wrestlers in the world, MJF and CM Punk, could be oh. a big match down the line. Sorry to keep bringing this fucking up, but I've never spoken his word, and I don't know how long, so I'm a little fucking pissed off about it. It's fine. When it came down that he was going to sue me, I asked to talk to him. He refused. I asked for mediation. It was denied. I offered him money. He said it was not enough. He went ahead with the lawsuit and sued. It's his fucking funeral. I don't care. He shares a bank account with his mother. It tells you all you need to know about what kind of character that is. You were always very nice to me. Thank you. I appreciate it, Nick. I'm sorry if I'm a little fucking snippy. That's fine. That's I'm fine. hurt I t- and I'm old and I, I'm fucking tired. I totally and I work with fucking children. I respect the situation. I re- you know... I've not seen this fully. Like I'm, I'm, I'm focused fully on this and watching it. Like even when he said that right there, I know he was. You think he's talking about 
I think he really is pissed off at Tony Khan for to a degree. Uh, he's definitely mad about the EVPs, but he even like gestures right. that I work with fucking children, and that really does include this little dweeb sitting next to me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just think that that halfway, you know, no, it absolutely does, you know, because this little guy can't fucking run a company. He's got these douchebags, you know, with EVP titles who, who again, you know, as he said, it's still can't run a fucking uh, target, you know, comes to me if he's the one running this show when this thing starts going south. OK, let's see how this is going. But it gets to a point where. He's just got to basically stand up and say, "We're done here. Yeah, this is this is over, and just and just end it." Because again, I'm sorry, this guy on the right is paying this guy on the left a bunch of money. This is not some bullshit right. little contract. He's paying CM Punk nearly five million dollars. Yeah, is the record I've seen. He's paying him nearly five yeah. million dollars, and if he doesn't fucking like it. Tough shit. You need to get the fuck out of here because number one, you're burying my company. You're burying my EVPs. Uh, stop. But he fucking just sits. He just fucking sits there. If this is anything, the indicative of this company is that these wrestlers run sh- roughshod over this fucking guy constantly. He might come mm-hmm. off with, "Oh no, I make all decisions." I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. He'll 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 tough talk. You know some other guys, but. If you have a fucking alpha, CM Punk comes in and he goes, this is what we're going to do. He's like, yes, sir. That's what we're going to do. You know? Yeah. I mean, even CM Punk isn't even the top 10 dudes in his own fucking locker room in the WWE. But he comes into this fucking place. He's the dude, you know? Oh, God. No, absolutely. So, I don't know. I guess we could stop. I'm I'm pretty much... uh, we pretty much hit all the really good spots on this. I mean, it does go on for yeah, another. I was say, I didn't know if there was something towards the end if it had an awkward ending or dismount to it at all. It was a weird kind of dismount. I even, what's the, what's the end of this thing where he does his muffin? He, he, by the way, again, if you're just listening to this, he's, he's got these. So the muffins. He has these, yes, he actually talks about that they're local muffins that Mindy's muffins, I think that's what it was. Which so, I, which okay. I, which I'm going, so I'm going, I'm going champion. to Chicago. I'm going to Chicago next month. I think I'm going to go there. So he's he's got some uh, seltzers and muffins. <laughs> That's uh, this is your guy. This is your leader. <laughs> this when are you going guy. to Chicago? Huh? When when are you going? You ne- said next month. Next month. Yeah, I got a wedding to go to. Is it, is it like essentially one month from now? Hmm. Uh, yeah, maybe a month and a week. Okay, I if might I, miss if, you by a week. If I have it, where are you going to Chicago? I for? will be flying into Chicago. <laughs> you will it's for work. Okay, we'll uh, yeah. we'll we'll hook up on that part. I I I have to look at the dates. I can't remember. I think I'm going okay. late. Uh, I thought okay. it was I thought it was okay. late October. And I digress. I can. This is also great for the listener. Yeah, we like, pull out our hey, Outlook. Hey, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's let's sync up and let's get it. Yeah, no, no one fucking cares. All right. Uh, oh, what the fuck? I hit this button. Oh, I hit the wrong one. Said that you were defending yourself. I 
And the reason I've never defended myself is because when you do, it just sounds like you're being defensive. But I've eaten shit on this subject for a very, very long time. Um, and it, I am, I'm very sad today that I had to get up here and, and, and say his name. He doesn't fucking deserve it. Uh, and talk about it. But <laughs> facts are facts, you know? And by the way, he's talking shit about a dude that that guy, Tony, fucking employs. He employs this yeah, fucking guy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he's just talking yeah. mad shit about him. Again, I would stop. You're talking about a guy I employ. Shut the fuck up. Because right. you're ruining my business now, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's just like with anything. Okay, another good podcast I've been listening to. I do, of course, I'm a big corny uh cornet guy but uh another guy i've been listening to two guys i've been listening to and you, you wouldn't think it would be a good podcast but i've been listening to conan and disco inferno they have a podcast okay, okay. <laughs> it's called keeping it 100 it's okay. fucking great because really? yeah right. uh disco inferno and conan which would be the total opposites you would think would ever have a podcast together, but they do, and they're great together because they just they don't always get along, but they will come to agreements on things. But like, you know, say what you will about Disco, he has some decent uh, outlooks on the wrestling, you know, about modern wrestling, and then you know, Conan literally books for AAA, so like he. You know, he puts him in his shoes. Like, what would you do if this dude was doing it? He's like, dude, I tell him to shut the fuck up. Like, you're not fucking ruining my business just just so you can get all this out. You can do that on your own fucking time. Right. But then, yeah, I'm, but what... then I'm gonna have a fucking problem with you because now I have heat with you because you fucking you fucked over my shit like this. Yeah. You know. So, yeah, keeping it 100 is a fucking great show. Again, I don't know. Right, right wing disco inferno and uh, Conan. I heard him the other day. He's like, "All right, what are we gonna talk about next? I gotta get some more weed. I'm gonna go." <laughs> I don't know. I'm writing it down. I yeah, might have to check out an episode. It's on YouTube too. There's a lot of clips because they take questions oh, okay. and stuff, and then they'll review some of these things. And I don't know, man. I really like it. Just because, you know, the way they, um, because they fight on it. Like, even uh, Conan, he goes, man, I fucking, I I like Tony Khan. Like, he works intertwined some AAA and AEW stuff. They have some, um, you know, they have some belts on on AEW Air. So, he works with them. And he goes, I like Tony. But, you know, he, he, he makes the comparison. He's like, it's like if Rey Mysterio was running a, a wrestling company. Ray Mysterio is nicer than shit. He's the nicest fucking guy yeah. in the world. Knows a shitload about yeah. wrestling too. But he'd fucking get run over, you know? That'd be a pushover. You yeah. know? You can't be nice, you know? So. Name two people that have made the most money off the name CM Punk. Ooh, okay. I'm so glad we got to this point. This is a really good one, okay? So, let me back it up just like 10 more seconds. Facts are facts, you know? Name two people that have made the most money off the name CM Punk. 
I don't think you're there yet. The first one's. Okay. We know the first one is. We know the first one is. Okay. But you see his face after he said that? You're almost there, buddy. I don't think you've made it yet. Yeah. Like, wow. Say that to your fucking boss. Vince McMahon. I don't think you're there yet. The first one's Vince McMahon. The second one's Scott Colton. (laughs) I hope you all have a good night. Please be more responsible with the news you get from certain people. And uh, just remember, we're human beings. Thank you. Thank you, Buck. Thank you. Thank you. He's just like, bro, thing. Larry got one of the biggest pops of the night earlier. Thank he you. got Lucy oh. ran down the, the thing. It was fucking great. We love the Dove shirt, too, Punk. Thank you. You know Sidney Crosby love, though? Fuck Sidney Crosby. <laughs> fuck, fuck Malkin. Fuck what? You know what? You know what? Fuck Ron Francis. How about that? I'm still fucking pissed off. Fuck him. Oh, thank you, guys. <laughs> thank you, guys. Dirk Graham got a hat, a hat trick in fucking game one. They still lose and get sweet. Oh. God, somebody box up these spinnies and fucking. Can I have one? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Do you ever do a spin drift? Yeah, please. Thank it's you. not that weirdo, non-alcoholic shit. Yeah, but I like. Water. Well, I like both. Yeah, spinnies are great. Spinnies. Thanks, Bill. Contrary to popular belief, Spinnies. I am a very nice guy. Thank you. I really <laughs> thought you were very. You were very nice, nice to me, Bill. <laughs> sorry, oh, Nick. Sorry. You were. You're always very nice to me. So what? What is his? Uh, what is his injury? Um, give me less than 10 legit? minutes and I'll oh, give you the whole oh, oh, messy oh, oh, business oh, oh, of CM Punk, oh, oh, the elite, and the oh, intolerance. I don't want to watch what culture Now Jesus it started. Christ. Oh, I hate those guys. Um, oh, I just found it on here. Those are. But his, his injury is legit. It's not a work, correct? It is definitely real shit. Um,. He has uh, basically the Cody disease. But did he did he completely tear his pectoral tendon or? Uh, that's what they say. Because if again, he did, again, it's and it's especially at his advanced age. I mean, I don't know. He's almost forty. He's like mid forties, right? He should be like forty five. Yeah, so mid forties. I know how that feels. <laughs> yeah. Because because Cody's a good eight years younger than that, something like that. I'm just thinking, like... Oh, he's 43. That doesn't sound yeah. like a huge difference, but... Uh, same injury, seven, eight years older. And it was... His, as his you, six to nine months, maybe. As you see right now, this is his second or third injury that he's, that he's sustained. Oh, right, yeah. And you're like, yeah. how many times can you keep doing this? You know? I think... Now, there are some weird intertwinings because it's not just as simple as, hey, the uh, whatever, I, I, hey, you're fired, CM Punk. Yeah. Now, now, there's, yeah. now there's talks of lawsuits because of, if, so for people who don't know, you know, you know, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and a whole bunch of other fucking mayhem going out in the back and they go into his locker room and go, Hey, what the fuck? He tells them to get the fuck out of there. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, it goes bad. Um, but now they're saying, no, it looks like he tore that in the ring 
And on top okay. of that, now you're having like I have an un- unsafe work environment. I'm sitting over here, and now I, I feel like I've even torn it more. I don't know if he did or not. Fucking punching Matt Jackson in the face. Um, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, you know, there's some. There's this isn't as simple as hey, let's get rid of CM Punk, or whatever. I think. Uh, I don't know if they come to an agreement. It'll be interesting. It'll be good. I, I say. He, uh, CM Punk heal up because it sounds like he's going to be out for a while. I don't know how yeah. long his contract is, but he's like, um, they are stupid if they don't turn this into business. By the way, yeah, they have to turn yeah. it. You know, you know, that's, no, and if he could be out for a year, but that year would coincide with the best place for him to come back, the big event in Chicago, mm-hmm. and whoever he's. Yeah, whoever he's taking on. I don't know if it's MJF. I don't know who it is. Spindrift. Sparkling water. I not So he got up there and he talked about... He drank sparkling water, ate muffins, and talked about litigation. (laughs) Sign me up. Sign me up, yeah. Ate muffins. Yeah, so there's a lot of intertwining with this. It's not as simple as a... Uh, CM Punk isn't going to wrestle or he is going to wrestle in a year. There's a, this is going to be a little sticky wicket and you know how litigious CM Punk seems to be. So, you know, it's a, it's pretty bad. I don't, I don't know. And again, also, I think you should not steer away from this, like whatever it is. And if they, and this is, this is where I've heard from Conan. He goes, I tell them right now, they're going to do business. And he's like, well, what do you mean? What if they don't want to? He's like, I'll tell you right now, I'm not firing you. I'm going to, I'm going to ice you out. And you're not going to work. No one's going to fucking hear about you. Right. You know, you can't say shit, blah, blah, blah. Or you're not going to get paid. Blah, blah, you know, he goes, but whenever you get back, you're working and you're going to work with him. Oh, you don't like each other. I don't give a fuck. You're going to work with him. Right. You know? We're gonna make. I'm gonna get something out of this because, you know, I think Tony needs to make his money. Yeah, back lean in, lean into it. Absolutely. Yeah, you don't apologize for it. You don't. You just lean into the whole bit. I mean, do you want to make money, or do you want to? You know, I. I mean, a lot of that is just is attention. You want the guy from the outside to decide he might want to tune in or buy a pay per view. I think that's a. That's a draw. Yeah. I agree. And uh I don't know. And uh follow AEW botches. Um who is Don Stevens Kenny Olivier on uh just fucking great stuff. Have you seen this video? Yeah. You you've seen the one that they just uh, did? I saw one where they had some kind of a pizza guy oh, in a in a match. Yeah. I saw that from earlier today. Where's Kenny Olivia? Oh, there it is. So they have this. It's been making the rounds pretty bad, but basically AEW. I guess is a we can end on this part, but uh, there's a whole thing where uh, a while back um, Tony Khan basically goes, "Oh yeah, we don't have a performance center. We are basically our shows are 
performance centers, you know, like we're going to learn in the ring on TV. And he goes, and you look at this fucking video, the, these dudes necking themselves yeah, all over. Oh, it's just terrible to watch. I don't know how bad you like watching. It's just a people fall on their head. No, I've seen, I've seen some of those and it seems like it's just a matter of time before someone before, really gets hurt. Uh, yeah. Before somebody gets big. Oh, eat. I want to, I want to look up something. Cause, uh, Tony, um, I was hearing about something for Ray Mysterio. I want to see if it's on here. Ray Mysterio guy dies in ring. Oh my god! There's no way you're gonna be able to find that. What? Yeah, I got it. I I understand that. I had to just. Oh no! I just had to hit a button saying. This is entirely <laughs> this is bad. Um Okay, so how long ago was this? I should probably do some backstory on Pedro Aguayo Jr. Pedro Aguayo. Oh, no. I spelled that wrong. Uh, 2015. It wasn't that long ago. Not that long ago. Yikes. Okay. So what happened? Nothing yet. Okay, so here's what happened. Um, that wasn't even as bad as I thought it was going to be. But uh, yeah. him on the ropes right there, I think he's dead already. So Yeah, because uh, he runs up and he can definitely tell something's going on. Something's bad. And you can tell whenever... Um, Ray hits a 619 and he doesn't sell it. He goes, what the fuck right. just happened? So on, on here during the match, Mysterio uses the head scissor takedown. According to Mysterio was supposed to propel, uh, a guy into the 619 position, which basically you're on the second rope and you're sitting there waiting for the 619 to come through. But for some reason he bumped and went, out onto the floor, a guy returned to the ring upon which uh Mysterio drop kick Agayo, uh in the shoulder again to set up for the six one nine as Aguayo landed in the middle rope in the proper position appeared to attempt to stand up with his left leg manic manic then fell is that his name no that's the other guy who was on the rope manic then yeah, fell that's the, other, the guy. other guy manic fell onto the rope. Beside Aguayo, when Aguayo appeared to be limp and unconscious, Manic shook him slightly to revive him. Oof. So, yeah. I mean... So, how did he 
I mean, what's the cause? It's uh, I think not it's, like a snap neck. I think it was it's something. A head injury? No, it's a neck. It was his neck. So whenever he came out and he missed that spot right there, he didn't get on it there. Yeah. He drop kicked him right there. He was down right there. That's a really innocuous way to die. Yeah. It's right here. He hits it. He doesn't sell it. And he's not moving. And Manic hits him right here. And then... Holy shit. That's Conan right there. Yeah. Isn't it? It looks like it. I've actually heard Conan talk about this. It was really bad. He's gone. Yeah, that's bad. Oh, great. Zoom in. That's fucking terrible. But this is where it's... I mean, this is this is real, though. Like, this shit can happen. And I'm saying... I mean, that one was kind of a freak accident type thing and i right. think if i read more um while the match continued conan was who was ringside then attempted to revive him soon unconscious the match continued oh okay blah blah blah. according to the initial statement it died from a cervical spine trauma so basically something had fucking hit it i think what i thought conan had said is like um severe okay that propelled him forward to the ropes causing a severe whiplash trauma that snapped his neck you know way he fell fell down like that causing his death will later turn in cardiac arrest due to cervical stroke caused by the first yeah so he hit that c1 c2 c3 yeah and that was game over so it's like this isn't a fucking game and i know there's a lot of these people i know uh uh Cornette calls them cosplayers. Cosplay. You know, like, I want to just yeah. play wrestlers. Like, no, this isn't a fucking game. If y'all just think y'all can it's just not how it works. do whatever you want and everything's going to be okay, it's like, no, you need to actually have training. You need to actually know what the fuck you're doing. So, it's not a big, right. it's not like a funny games kind of thing. So, you know, it's fake. It's like, nah, it is. I hate to do the whole, it's predetermined. It's fucking real. Go look at what Seamus looked like after dealing with Walter oh, <laughs> or yeah, Gunther. You know, like, I mean, that shit's real. He fucking felt that the next yeah. day. So, yeah, I don't know. And, uh, I'm, I, for one, want a, want a, uh, AEW to actually, uh, succeed. But I really now, after watching a lot of the stuff, I'm, uh, not confident unless he does put someone in charge of actual talent relations and like and creative and where he's putting in his two cents but actually having somebody to fully deal with those people directly who can actually deal with them you know someone that yeah. someone that they respect because they obviously they don't respect them so I think that's uh, pretty much what all I'm going to go on this is a nice, uh, oh, I'm not going to say long. Uh, this one's uh, a little longer. I think I'm going to cut this one up. So, but uh, we'll just do a wrestling. Yeah, works. We'll just do it's a wrestling. We'll just do a wrestling podcast. But this might be the last one for a little while, Jay. So it's good seeing you. We'll see you on the next one. 
you know, end of an era. It's not, it's not goodbye. It's just see you later. It's, just, it's not the end. It's just the end so far. That's right. 